see change is inevitable. So it's never too late to make a difference as an individual. Because we got to do that to become better as a whole. All for one. And one for all. Oh, it started. Well, I don't know if that caught that or not. <laughs> Go ahead, Ed. We're live if anybody wants to do that introduction we were just talking about. I just realized I was on mute again. I was talking. <laughs> All right, here we are. First night of doing our Friday Night Lives. Tonight's topic is going to be healthy versus unhealthy relationships. And here tonight we have me, myself, I'm Ed. We have Tiffin. We have Becky. And we have the infamous Chris, or Rooster, however you want to call him. Infamous, infamous, famous, whichever you want to call him. It is Chris. He is our Chris. So tonight we're going to kind of go at it. Um, we've got, obviously, there's there's two males and two females. We're both going to give our perceptions on things, kind of see if we can give the women the male's perspective, and then the females will give their perspective to us. And I don't want to say we're going to fight it out, duke it out, but we're going to try to get to a an understanding point and for ourselves and for everyone else as well. Um, that I think that's going to pretty much be the basis of tonight. Um, if there's anybody that wants to join in, get a hold of one of us, and we will... Go ahead and get you in here. But just so you all know, we're on topic. So I don't know if anybody can see, uh, does anybody have a tab up to see if there's any comments that we need to get through? Red? Okay. If anybody has any questions that is watching, if you have a question, put it in all caps so we can see it. Between one of the four of us, somebody will catch it we'll, we'll we'll make a point and read it and kind of answer it to the best of our ability um, we're not perfect we're just giving our opinions and things that we have dealt with and lived with so through personal experience so I mean, you may have a unique situation that we've not dealt with and we may not have the answer for you but we will try to give you the best advice that we can so don't take it to heart 100%. Some of it you're going to have to figure out for yourself, but we're going to do our very best to get you through whatever it is you're going for, going through. That is what we are here for. Um, as, as the title in the group says, Yana, you know, you are not alone. Okay. We are all here for you. So that being said, um, Chris, are you about ready? No? You still got a few more minutes. Okay. Man, I'm just going to keep running this timer, I guess. Woo! Say hi to Stacy. Uh, hey, Stacy. Thanks for joining. Thanks for watching. Um, just like I said before, tonight we're on t on topic. I don't want to try. I don't want to stray away from anything a whole heck of a lot. Uh, we might do a little bit on other little things here and there, but the main topic of tonight is just the relationship. Um, good versus... No, I'm sorry. Healthy versus unhealthy. Um, if you have any questions, put it in all caps. If you want, if you wish to join, get a hold of one of us, and we'll 
we'll get you thrown in here. Uh, just a reminder though, if you are not talking, please put yourself on mute. And if you're going to talk, take yourself off of mute. That is sometimes easier said than done. <laughs> so, with that, Tiffin, if you would like, or Becky, if you would like to introduce yourselves, let your voice be heard, please do so. Hi everyone, I'm Becky. I'm one of the moderators here in the You're Not Alone group. I've had my fair share of, I should say, negative and bad relationships, <laughs> bad marriages, which I don't have a problem weighing in on. And if you need any help or questions, I'm always here to help. Hey guys, I'm Tiffin. Had my fair share of unhealthy relationships, very toxic. And then we've got lovely Ed, who has been my uh, healthiest relationship. So there is that. <laughs> Chris, are you ready, bud? Is it my turn? Yes, yes. sir. I got the, uh, got the chats up. Um, got people tagged, uh, five people watching, unless that includes us, I don't know. Uh, but Stacy's the only one that's commented, so that's the only one that looks like, uh, yeah, that's the only one that we can see. So hi to everybody else. Um, I'm Chris Rooster, AK Rooster. Uh, I have um, been in my fair share of shitty ass relationships. I have done wrong. I've been wronged, and a lot of and 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 and, and a lot of in between. So, yeah. So I'm sure this is going to be uh, this is going to be a good one. You're on mute, mute, Ed. Becky, Tiffin, uh, I'm I'm off now. I was talking with Tiffin. Sorry. So I'm actually going to suggest that the ladies go first because they are not heard very often in the group. I love you too, Becky. So I want to get your guys's perspective on things. So let's let's hear what you got. So do we? Um, sorry. Do we want to do this like structured? Do we want to ask them questions or do we want to be like, just go with the flow, whatever they want? Like maybe, maybe start out giving, I don't even know. I don't even know because uh, some people just ain't never been in a, in a healthy ass relationship. So I don't know. Let's go with the flow. Fuck it. We'll wing it. I was going to say, just kind of go with the flow. And if we have any questions, we can always bring it up to them. So I think that's kind of the, the route I was thinking about going and then vice versa. So what you got? Chris, if you're talking, you're on mute. Fucking motherfucker. Sorry. Apologize. Fucking, I was on a roll right there. <laughs> I figured. I seen the hand language and stuff, and that's how I do. My bad, my bad. So... I found something earlier, and I think this, like, you know, applies to what we're talking about tonight, but um, even though we're talking about, like, relationships spouse-wise, 
I think this applies to really um, all kinds of ships, uh, friendships, family, um, kids, like and just everything, like your relationships with people, everything. So this isn't just a romantic relationship. Maybe somebody needs, you know, uh, to think more along the line of whether it's a healthy friend or not a healthy friend or, you know, whether your kids are freaking, I'm staring at mine now, whether they're healthy or not healthy and you need to get rid of some of them. I don't know. So, but, uh, this meme I found. Throw them away. Yeah. We can make new ones. <laughs> uh, this meme, uh, this quote I found no, we was every time. Do what? So no, oh, we, no, no, we, we can't. can't. <laughs> uh, the meme of the quote I found was uh, every time you're tempted to react in the same old way ask if you want to be a prisoner of the past or a pioneer of the future and it's by D. Pat Chopra something like that um, I don't know if I can put it up there uh, 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 okay. Chopra. yeah there you go so I'll repeat that. Every time you are tempted to react in the same old way, ask if you want to be a prisoner of the past or a pioneer of the future. All right, I I'm gonna I'm gonna run with that when it's my turn. So y'all go ahead. I guess it helps to study English in uh, college and high school. <laughs> that was one of the things I was good at. That's a good quote too, Chris. Very good. Just out of curiosity, for shits and giggles, do we want to possibly read an affirmation card? Sure, why not? Let's do something positive. Okay. Well, I guess before we really get shit flowing, maybe, maybe hopefully we'll get a good card that actually relates to this in some way, shape, or form. That'd be that'd be kind of awesome. Today I live in the present and the present. Today I will start with a smile. I am in control of my attitude. I am going to go mute. Becky, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Me. Where do I begin? Where do I begin? Like, okay, so. I guess when you're talking about healthy and unhealthy relationships, are they giving the same energy that you are giving? Are you guys giving a good solid amount towards each other? Are you guys working towards good things? Are you guys in the heat of a moment of an argument? Like, are you guys at each other's throats? Are you fighting healthy? Or is it a case of slandering each other and then realizing, oh, shit, I screwed up? Like, I don't know. I guess it, this is kind of a really hard one because when you have known nothing but conflict and anger and hostility for 90% of your life, when you have somebody that will just say, nope, not doing this with you and walk away and come back once you've calmed down and try to talk about it and you're just like, there's nothing to talk about, I'm fine now. It's, it's done and over with. Is it really done and over with? 
or is there more shit to be worked out? Because toxic relationships, whether it's friendships or romantic or parent or child, like if you do nothing but lash out at that person or they lash out at you, that is very, very toxic. If there's no communication, no understanding, no growth, no feedback, like positive or negative, like to grow, you're not gonna change and nothing's going to change. It's just going to be toxic. It's not going to be healthy and you're showing everyone around you that it's okay to treat you this way when it's not, it's not okay. Nobody wants to be treated that way. Nobody wants to feel like they are inferior to another person. Like we are all human. We all have our own feelings. We all have our own thoughts. We all have those things. And why are you saying that you are, or that my emotions or my feelings or my thoughts are invalid or less than, than yours? So I, I guess like you have to seriously sit there and think like, what are they bringing to the table? Are they bringing good things to the table or are they just constant conflict? Because if it's a constant conflict, then they're not all that healthy for you. You just need to turn around and walk the hell away. Because it's not going to do you any good. It's not going to do them any good. And it, it's pointless. At that point, it's a mute point. You're only there just to tear the other person down. And reg that's regardless of what it is. And it can be with a parent. It can be with a child. Like, my children... The other day, <laughs> my, <laughs> my oldest, when the, when the bullshitting with the beards was going on, uh, my, my oldest comes out and he, uh, he had, he had COVID and he's got a mask on and he goes, mom, can you get me a cup of milk? I'm like, yeah. Cause he doesn't want to touch anything, which I respect. And I go, man, you're kind of getting used to this kid. And he goes, yeah, I think I could get used to you being my bitch. I looked at him. Now, <laughs> mind you guys, had I not known that he was joking, I probably would have beat his ass. And he sat there and he looked at me and you could just tell he was smiling under his mask and his eyes were just lit up like you knew. And I, he goes, I know you want to hit me, but you can't because I got COVID. I go, watch this shit. Boom, walked up and I punched him right in the arm. I mean, it was nothing major. And I go, see, I can wash my hands. So, I mean, is it is it appropriate for him to call me a bitch? No, but how many times have we as adults called each other bitches in a joking manner? Why should I let him be treat or why should I make him treat me any differently than in a friend manner that way? Like he wasn't doing it to put me down. He wasn't doing it to say I'm his bitch. He wasn't doing any of that. It was just, it was all fun and games. Like I could get used to that. It helps that you know your own child too. And you know when he's being serious and when he's, you know, being funny. Oh, and that's something else guys. Uh, since we probably are going to put this on a podcast, no personal names or anything like that of your family members. Let's keep this HIPAA appropriate for 
for our members and for our, our families and our privacy. I hope that's okay. Um, yeah, it does help having, knowing him well enough to know that he was not being derogatory or anything like that. Had that been anyone else coming at me in a different manner than what he did, I, I probably would have uh, definitely have gone off. Like, had it been my younger two, either one of them came up and said that. I mean, my younger, I don't know which one, but one of the younger two had, was standing right there and they're like, did he just say that? Like, and they knew that it's not appropriate, but they also know that it was a joking type of thing. And so I guess that's where, where it is. Like, you have to know the person to know what they mean behind things too. Sorry, I had Ed uh, yell at the kids. They were being a little loud. So, and I mean, that's just like relationships. Like, if Ed and I were in a fight, there, there's no way that I would allow him to be completely derogatory towards me and put me down. Like, it's one thing for him to sit there and say, you're being a bitch versus you are a bitch. Like, yeah, I know I'm being a bitch. I'm doing it on purpose. I'm doing it to piss you off. And I know when I get like that, like, you just need to leave me alone because otherwise things are just going to get worse. Just give me, give me my peace and I'll be good. <laughs> and then we can calm down and come back and talk about things instead of it being a fighting match for two, three, four, five days and it bleeding into the next day. Nobody wants things to bleed over to the next day. Does it happen sometimes? Yes, but it's still unresolved issues, but it's nowhere near what it was the, the day prior. Well, something to chime in with what Tiffin's saying. When you're in a relationship or marriage or, or something with a significant other, one of the worst things you can ever do, no matter how angry you are, no matter how much pride you have, is go to bed angry with your partner. Don't ever, ever, ever go to bed angry with your partner. You want to try to resolve it. You want to try to work it out before you go to bed. I'm going to say no, not necessarily on that. It depends on what the topic is. And if you guys continue on the topic and you're not making progress, then sometimes it's okay to just call it a night because at that point in time, you guys are have been fighting for how long? It's only getting worse. And y'all are tired. Like if you're having a, an argument at midnight when you've been up since five, six o'clock in the morning, like you're just beat. So at that point you're taking everything more to heart. You're taking things more personally. So at that point you're lashing out more just to get a reaction, just to piss that person off just as much as you are. Get to a good, what would you say, babe? Like a, mutual understanding of we're good we're just going to finish this tomorrow let's get some sleep get some food in us and then we'll we'll talk or at least you know for me coffee like give me coffee give me some sleep and i'll be good we can talk more about this tomorrow and really sort everything else out because at this point it's it's just getting worse so to add a, so to add just a little bit more into that um, we have had times in the past where we've, we, we have been in an argument 
and it has not gotten resolved before we go to bed. And I don't want to say we necessarily meet on a mutual ground, so to speak, but there's still a conflict there, and it's still kind of rubbing us raw in the, in a way. But like for me, the biggest thing, like I hate going to bed angry, upset with my with my partner, my, my partner, my loved one, because the entire time that's gonna that's gonna eat at me while I'm sleeping, and then when first thing when I wake up, that's gonna be the first thing on my mind. So has it happened before? Yes. Is it manageable? Yes. But for me, the biggest thing is to still be able to say that I love you and get a kiss and know that they are choosing to still lay beside you because they love you, not that they're just enduring this. So that that right there is a huge key factor in a healthy relationship. When you actually can go to bed angry with each other, still say that you love each other, hug and kiss, and wake up the next day and not exactly, not, not tear back into it, but give each other that time and then try to go about it again at a lower level. Yeah. So, and that's, that's typically what we've done in the past, but I mean, that's, that's just, that's how we've operated. Right. Um, how other people operate, operate, I, I can't say it, but in, in my, in my eyes, that is healthy for me and I, for her. So that, that's, but I, I've been in relationships in the past where I've literally gone to bed, fall, fall to, fell in a, fallen asleep while arguing and then still argue when I wake up. And it's just, that just, it's complete garbage. It's trash. It's, it's straight trash. Um, should I read this out? Not the name, but yeah, read it out loud. That's why read I it out loud. It okay. Mm. Okay, so we have a question here in the, in the comments. And it's actually how to get someone to bring their real feelings out. Okay. I don't want to say that you... I almost want to say you cannot force somebody to bring out their real feelings. That's something that they want to have to do with you. Mm-hmm. So you cannot force, yeah, here we go. You cannot force somebody to do something that they do not want to do. I'm, that is, that is my simple, straight to the point that I can give you. If any of you have anything more on that, I would, I would love to hear it. And I'm sure everyone else would too. I don't think there's one way to get somebody to, what was it? To bring their real feelings out. Um, they have to want to be, they have to be willing to be vulnerable with you. But with them willing to be vulnerable, if they're telling you their feelings, you can't turn around and use their feelings against them. You cannot sit there like Ed, had, Ed and I, we were talking just a few weeks ago and it was on the topic of self-confidence and I knew this was an issue and I saw it happening and he, uh, he said, that's my problem. Like he finally came out and said, that is my problem. I'm like, 
I'm glad you finally admit it. <laughs> Do you know where it comes from? You know, and we talked about it and I'm like, you have to be willing to kind of change their perspective on not say their feelings are not validated. They are validated, but explain to them like, okay, so for Ed, like he has a confidence issue. Okay. Well, look at everything you can do. I mean, you are looking at what you can't do, but look at what you can do. You can't take away, you know, the stuff that you can't, you can't take away the stuff that you can't do from the things that you can do. Like Chris said earlier in his life earlier today, like this man in the matter of like three minutes can come up with a freaking plan for shit. And it's like, I quit. Yes. I just threw my pen. Like I quit. Like where the hell did this shit come from? Like, seriously, how the hell do you figure this shit out? And then there's times where I'm just sitting there looking at something and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to figure this out. Well, I don't have a fucking clue. Like you go ask that man to go put together a thousand piece puzzle and he's fucking stupider than shit. Like seriously, he has no idea what the hell he's doing. But you ask him to go figure out something else that he can use with his 3D printer or building something or fucking upholster something like that man's got it. Like he's got it. But ask him to put together a damn puzzle. He's stupid. Like, <laughs> no offense, babe. <laughs> I love you, but he can't do it. Weaknesses and strengths. Weaknesses and strengths. A puzzle may be one of Ed's weaknesses. It's not something that he's really particularly good at. Uh, my extent is about 150 pieces. That's it. Ava, oh, sorry. My daughter helped you with that. Thank you. But as far as, like, asking someone to bring out their real feelings, they can only do that if they want to do that. They can only do that if they choose to bring those feelings out. You really can't make somebody. You could ask them politely, but you really can't make somebody. And it's totally, totally up to them. My thing is, if they aren't bringing out their real feelings, do they really care about it? Just, just my thought on it. Go ahead, Tiff, and I can see you're wanting to say something. I do. Um, it's a case of maybe they've always been in a situation that their feelings were never validated, though. So if they, their feelings have never been validated, like it's taken Ed and I a long time to really kind of open up and tell our true feelings to the other person because it's always a case of, well, I don't want to hurt your feelings or I don't want this or I don't want that or I don't want this or whatever. Like it's kind of been a case of we haven't necessarily validated the other person's feelings. Like, okay, I understand you're feeling this way. I can see why you feel this way, but this is what I meant by X, Y, and Z or blah, 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 or I never even intended to make you feel that way. So sometimes it's more of a case of they've never been in a healthy relationship to know how it works. So I, I think it's, I think it's kind of a case of, no, you can't change them, but they have to feel comfortable to be able to want to change. Yeah, that's, no, I, I'd say you're 
you're pretty much spot on right there. I mean, somebody in order for them in a pre-existing relationship, if, if you want somebody to bring out their, their feelings, you can express it with them, but ultimately they're not going to bring those feelings out unless they are really truly wanting to, and that they actually see the need to bring those out. And, and, and that's, if, if that's the case, that's going to completely change the overall dynamics of the relationship. So I don't know, Chris, you've been jotting down quite a bit there. Do you, you got something you want to <coughs> ramble on? Okay. You just keep going. Oh man, you're going to fucking light us up. Aren't you? <laughs> All right. Well, hold on. There's a comment here. You can do anything, but I promise you, I cannot change or fix anything for another. You can validate someone's feelings, but you cannot change or guide to help someone with trust issues. It's not on you to save a hoe. Here, I'll let you read it. What are you doing? I'm reading. Oh, okay. I'm not. You don't have to read it out loud. Okay. So, a couple things I wanted to kind of point out here is the whole, um, like, kind of bringing somebody down in a relationship and then turning around and, and saying, oh, but, you know, like trying to like pump them back up. So you're, you're tearing them down and then breaking them back up. Um, Common referred to as, as gas, as gaslighting. Um, it's also a form of, uh, what is it called? It's like stock, Stockholm syndrome or something like that, mm -hmm. right? So if, if you're in a relationship and somebody's con con continually beating you down and then just trying to fucking bring you back up a little bit, that is not a healthy relationship. That is that is straight up fucking toxic as shit. <clears throat> and and, and there's, uh, it's that narcissistic tendency along with that. Yes. So I and that is that's a that that's a huge red flag right there. It, it, if somebody's knocking you down and then trying to bring you back up a little bit and then knocking you down and bringing it back up again. Like that—that's a huge red flag. If you have that in a relationship, get the fuck out. If you catch yourself doing that, knock it the fuck off. Knock it the fuck off. Because you're tearing down this person that potentially loves the shit out of you, and you are dragging them in the fucking dirt. And now, if this person realizes what you're doing and they're still sticking around this person actually truly loves you and if you don't love them the way they love you you need to let it be known and you need to either knock it off and be a better person for yourself and for them or you just need to get out um or, there's the whole, or there's the whole... you could get some help right you right you could go and get some help there's always that option as well there is. There is always, always an option of getting help. Um, some people don't like going to a therapist, but the whole therapist situations, like you may have to go to three, four, five different therapists before you finally find the one that clicks for you. And it's, I, I hear it a lot. Like, oh, I've been to therapy. They don't do anything for me. Okay. How many therapists have you been to? Oh, just one. Okay, well, there's your problem. Not every single therapist is the same. Just like not every single person is the same. 
you know, I have different views and perspectives on things, just like Tippin has different views and perspectives, just like Becky and Chris and so on and so forth. Yes, do we share a lot of perspectives? Yes, but we also have a lot of differences. Okay, you're going to have the same thing with a therapist. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to find one that works for you. It's no different than going to fucking going to the fucking doctor for a certain medical condition and jumping around from three, four different medications until you find the one that works for you. Like, it's the same way with therapists, same way with people, so on and so forth. Um, anything more in that particular area? Because I've got another two points that I want to bring up that Tiffin kind of hit on. There's a comment that says, how to help you around stuff. Now, I'm assuming the three of you are all on computers. Because I'm not, so I cannot see the comments. Unless you read them to me or message them to me, I can't see them unless I go out and come back in. I don't know, Becky, if you can minimize or, like, click your home screen and open Facebook and have, like, two different tabs open. If you switch back and forth, if it'll close this out for you, I don't know. If you want to check to see if that works, and then if it kicks you out, just... I, I join back in and I'll let you back in. So there, there is a question here, but it's not in caps. And this person has actually already asked a question before and they did put it in all caps. So I'm not sure if it's one that they're wanting to be read out loud or not. But I reading this question, I feel it as though it is one that should or could be answered. So... I'm just going to go ahead and read it out loud. I'm not going to drop any names, so privacy, no no worries there, okay? I want you all to understand that. Your names are not going to be dropped. Okay. How to help your own self to learn to talk about feelings without being so nervous. It's hard. Hard. It is hard. Honestly, it's something you are going to have to work through, like, getting nerve getting inside your head getting inside your um, your emotions really and trying to push through and let somebody know how you actually feel and you're afraid that in a sense by doing so you're going to let them down or hurt them if you you are not responsible for them you are not responsible for how the other person feels you are responsible for yourself if you feel a certain way about something you have to voice it you're only hurting yourself Mm-hmm. by keeping that shit in so do yourself a favor take that deep breath muster up that courage and let it flow like let it go you have to speak how you feel yeah. you have to and i know it it's it's hard it makes you nervous you get kind of shaky you're like i don't want to say something i'll fucking ruin everything but if you're at that point there's something not right anyways so you, you can't really ruin it because it's not Perfect. There's always room for improvement. Chris, Becky, which one? Exactly. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> well, and, it's, and a lot of people, they don't want to show themselves as being vulnerable. And that's a, a major thing. But the thing about it is sometimes you've got to swallow that pride. You've got to show your, your true feelings, true. This is the way you, tr- you truly feel. You have to be vulnerable. And be honest, completely honest. Don't lie. Don't skirt around anything and don't sugarcoat it. We're not Willy Wonka. We're not in high school. Be honest with your partner. Be honest with your family member, whoever. And it's okay to be vulnerable. It is okay. Am I good? 
uh, I wanted to add something to what uh, Ed was saying. Um, I, I also want to put in, it is not okay for you to dismiss somebody's feelings or for your feelings to be dismissed. It's not, it's definitely not okay for somebody to, or for, for when you do say, um, or when you do say your feelings that, you know, well, somebody comes back because this is toxic as fuck. And I kind of went through this situation this morning that I was, I was try in my head, making sure I did not do this. Um, but it is definitely not okay for to sit there and be like, oh, well, uh, the reason I did this was because you did this. The reason I did that was, you know, because you did this. After you telling somebody, hey, you know, what you just did hurt my feelings or made me feel this way or whatever. And then when somebody comes back and it's just like, oh, well, I did this because you did this. Or basically it's your fault that I, that I did this or, you know, whatever, blah, blah. Like. You can't dismiss somebody else's feelings in that way or play the blame game. Like when somebody is legit telling you, like, um, you, you can't, you can't, um, oh, what is that fucking shit that I see in memes all the damn time? Like you can't choose how somebody, choose how somebody else feels about what you did to them. And if they're sitting there telling you, like, this is what is going on with me, then you can't sit there and be like, well, you shouldn't be feeling that way. Or because I do this, this, and this. Or, you know, or, or whatever. You're just being crazy or whatever. Like, you really, really need to, like, talk and understand. And as far as, like, going back and kind of, like, hitting on, you know, talking about feelings without being nervous, it takes time. Um, that's really a conversation that you need to start with. I think that you need to start with yourself. Uh, overthinkers, anxiety, you know, a lot of people with mental illnesses, we have a tendency to run conversations through our fucking head like in 50 different ways just to be prepared for how a conversation is going to go. But yet then when that conversation goes that way, where we almost freeze. Even though we got the answer, we almost just like, well, fuck, like deer in headlights look like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, so at, it's a conversation you should have with yourself. And the more you try practicing in a mirror and talking to yourself and, and saying your feelings and the more you do it and the more you say it, the more confident you will be when you actually go and talk to the person that you want to have this conversation with. I have a lot. So I wrote back like damn near fucking a page and a half. Like, so y'all, y'all better fucking go Chris, on. Chris, you are ridiculous right now. We're, we're, we're done with you. Just go and kick me to fuck out. Just, just go That's and right. kick me out. I'm going to go start my own life. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, that was Chris. <laughs> so I'm taking my ball and going home. Okay. So I was going to say something along the lines of what Chris was saying is I don't know how many arguments I have had with Ed in my head, like all the freaking time. And it's like, man, I got to tell him this. How's he going to take it? Fuck it. Here goes, babe. 
and then the dogs bark and everything is just perfectly fine. I mean, that's, that's just how it goes around here. I mean, okay. So normally it's never as bad as what I expect it to be. And I think it's because we get into our own heads and we go worst case scenario. So this way we know, like, this is the worst case scenario. So for me, if this is worst case, anything above it is awesome. So it 90% of the time goes better than what I expect. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, there have been countless conversations that I've had with myself. And I am expecting and preparing for things to go this way, this way, or this way, or this way. And then it goes this way. And I'm like, what? oh, what? You, uh, you're not mad or this is this is okay you're like no why, why would i be mad like this is blah blah blah. And i'm like well that went a lot better than anticipated all right then <laughs> so in that it, it, it does it almost gives you that like a, a deer in the headlight you're like that's it you're like yeah uh are, are you sure yeah oh okay <laughs> And it is something that is hard to come to terms with and to actually do, like come to terms with like, as far as, okay, I am going to make myself have this conversation with Chris or with Becky or with Ed. Like it doesn't have to be just your significant other. Like there's hard points that I have brought up to Chris and I'm like, okay, well, here we go, motherfucker, like, boom. And, he, and he's like, oh, 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 okay. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's all I get? Okay. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see the problem. I'm like, okay. Glad we're on the same page then. <laughs> so I get that way, not just with, with Ed, I get that way with Becky and I get that way with Chris. I get that way with my parents. I get that way kind of with my kids even too. Like, okay, we're going to have this hard conversation and I don't know if you're ready for it, but here we go. So it's not just your significant other. You have to learn to accept and validate your own feelings as them being true and a part of you. Because if somebody else has an issue with how you feel, that's their problem, not yours. I've told Chris this earlier today. That sounds like a Chris problem, not a Tiffin problem. I believe I said it earlier today. If not today, it was yesterday. <laughs> One of the two. But I got that from Chris because Chris would always say, that sounds like a Tiffin problem, not a Chris problem. You're right. It is a Tiffin problem. Help me fucking work through this shit. Like, I need something. I need, I need help to work through it. And sometimes it takes somebody else to talk through the emotion before you have a conversation with the person that you need to have the conversation with too. And you do a lot of what you do out of love and respect for the other person. And I greatly appreciate some of the talks that you and I have had. So yes, thank you. You're welcome, Becky. I, I like our talks. Chris and I have had some, some talks before too. And, and, and running running things by Chris first really kind of helps smooth things out in a sense. Because like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go talk to Chris and be like, 
blah, 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 blah. And then, like, the one comment, he's like, wow, you, you're really fucking far, like, fucking lost in your mind. Like, dude, I'm fucking gone. Like, straight fucking gone. He's like, you got, you went, you went and got lost. I'm like, I'm on a fucking hike, dude. He's like, well, you need to come back over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I'm talking it out with someone that is close and you can trust and they're not going to judge you. Mm-hmm. It really does help. And whether it be a, a family member or a close friend, uh, something of that nature, somebody that you can trust that will have your back. That is, that is, I don't, I don't want to necessarily, necessarily say needed, because if you don't have that, that person in your life, then you're going to feel as though you're missing out, which in a sense you are, but I don't want you to feel, I don't want to have, give you this negative feeling, but it helps tremendously. So do you girls have anything more to say? No, let his, let Chris have his like hour long conversation now by himself. Well, I've, I've got two other things I wanted to throw back into that you were talking about, Tiffin, that I want to kind of just highlight a little bit. So it's been so far lost in, in, in context now. Um, I can't bring up exactly what you had said, but what I had wrote down was, um, you know, in a relationship of what am I putting into it versus what you're putting into it, you know, like percentage wise. And this is a conversation we've had before. Um, I think it was you and Chris. Chris of, you know, putting in a certain amount or a certain percentage into a relationship. Like if you're putting in fucking 90% and the other person's putting in 10, like, I don't want to say you need to cut your losses, but you have to realize that you're doing all the work in the relationship Yes. and the other person's, what, what are they doing for you? What are they doing for you? If they're only but fucking giving that, 10%. Not to interrupt you, Ed, but is that a, if that's a, is that a constant or is that, you know, like if somebody uh, sick or what have you, but, I mean, it's to explain it as well. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but the number. Oh, no, you're good. No, no, okay. If you're if you're sick or something along the lines to where you cannot put in uh, a higher percentage, that that's that's a different story. I am talking more on a constant daily basis. Um, if your partner is not putting in the same amount of effort that you are, there there's there is a problem, and you have to realize this. Um, I got something for you too. Tiffin has more she wants to say on that but before I let you get to that okay there's there's also another little tip little tidbit I want to throw in there it's like I I've heard and seen too many people just being in a long-term relationship that's complete garbage because they are comfortable and afraid of going outside of their little fucking bubble so you're a little fired up now you're a little really yeah so i'm gonna let you go ahead and finish out what you got i i'm i'm done for the time being so assuming that i don't get fired up again you you can say your bit maybe becky will have something and then we'll just let chris turn it into his show (laughs) i i did see the comment that just came through i will uh get to that in just a minute or ed will or becky can or chris can somebody can one of us will get to it um 
I was gonna say, oh shit, I lost my train of thought. Damn it. Percentages of going into a relationship. Yes, percentages of a relationship. Okay, so you have to determine if that person is giving their all. Like, if that, if you feel like you're not getting what you need out of a relationship, and I mean, guys, I, I'm going to kind of break it down here. So, who's putting all the bills? Who's the one who is making the arrangement for things? Who's the one that is taking care of the household? Who's the one that is paying for, like, extras who's the one that's doing this who's like break it down like how much is this person putting in how much is this person doing for you not how this person makes you feel i don't give a shit how that person makes you feel what kind of shit are they bringing into your life that is extra from what you can do for yourself if that person can't bring in anything more into your life than what you can give yourself, then what is that person there for? Point blank period. Like, if Ed just literally sat there on the fucking couch all goddamn day while I cooked and I cleaned and I took out the trash and I did this and I did this and I did this and I did this, bitch, you can leave. I don't need you in my life. If we go out to dinner and he's the only one paying and he's the only one, you know, doing paying for this or paying for that or paying for this or paying for that, he's going to tell me, bitch, you can leave. Like, I'm not bringing anything to the table then. Like, what am I giving you? Like, I'm not giving you shit. So why the hell are you with me? Don't get me wrong. Feelings are in there as well. Don't, don't take this out of context, but it's, you become comfortable and you just accept things and let things slide to where you are drained 24 fucking seven because you have done 90% of the work for the day. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong guys. I don't know. Like what's your opinions? I, I'd say you're, you're pretty accurate on that one. I'm not going to say anything against it. I agree. I agree with Ed. Wow. Thanks, guys. Like, that's... I, I get a clap from Ed and, you know, just a thumbs up from Chris. And <laughs> Okay, sorry, guys. Seriously, though. I just... I struggle with seeing men and women staying in a relationship because, oh, but he makes me feel good. Or she makes me feel good. Blah, blah, blah. Like... What are they doing? Or the one other one, um, the uh, the bedroom uh, relationships are amazing. Just right. because the bedroom relationships are amazing doesn't mean that person isn't toxic, damn it. Right. That's like friendships, you know? Like, how much are friendships bringing into your life? Like, how much is that person given? I mean, Chris has been to my house more than what I've been to his house, but Ed goes over there quite frequently, you know, but I talk to Chris every, almost every damn day. So, I mean, I think it's a pretty good exchange there, you know, but if I needed something, I know Chris would be there. Just like Becky, if you know you needed something, I would be there. Like, okay, that's great. But if it's only one-sided, then 
why are you putting in the work? Like I could not begin to tell you how many people I have cut out of my life because I got tired of their stupid bullshit. Why am I putting the, all the fucking effort into this? Why am I the only one texting you or calling you or, or whatever? I don't need you in my life if I'm putting in all the effort. You clearly don't care about me as much as I care about you. And that goes for relationships too. Like if they're not willing to do stuff for you, and that goes to the love languages, you know, you got to know the love languages too. But earlier today, for example, like Ava had her puzzle done. Sorry, did it again. Damn it. Got her puzzle done, went to go put it up on the wall and... I went to go and do it myself and Ed comes walking in and he takes the hammer out of my hand and I hand him the nail. I go, fine, I'll let you men do your manly shit. Like thinking of Chris yesterday, hanging up something. <laughs> and it's like, good Lord. Like, okay, great. I didn't have to do that. He took that off my shoulders. I didn't take the hammer out of your hand. You gave it to me. I did not give it to you, but whatever. Either way. So that's what I got on that. Um, Okay, so for this, for this comment on having mixed feelings. Did you want to read it out loud? Oh, it says, what about back and forth convos you have with yourself about situations like one's right and one's wrong, then you get mixed feelings. I hate mixed feelings. Well, <laughs> we all hate mixed feelings. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Um, keep that comment in mind. What the fuck did we name that video that we made about one one plus one equals two? I don't think I put a topic, or I don't think I named that one. What? Because I'm the oh, one that created oh, it. you're the one that created it, but did, but he or didn't yeah. Ed bring that to me? I can't no. find that. Yes, I can't find it in the in the lives, and I can't find it in the podcast because I was going to copy and paste this. that. I know, I see that. But you brought it over and we put it on my computer, remember? Yeah, you put it on your computer, but I don't know if you actually loaded loaded it to uh, anything else. I, I think all you did was put it on your computer. Huh. Okay. All right. Point, Chris. That's a good point for right now. I'm that trying to fucking point. find that so she can go listen to that. But I can't find it in the podcast or the fucking lives. But I can't remember what we named it. That doesn't make sense, but I thought it was like something along the lines of like one plus one was 200 or something like that. I don't remember. Not 50 50? Okay, I'll keep no, looking. Y'all keep it's not talking. 50, 50. It's 100 plus 100. 100. Yeah, I, I think it was 100 plus 100 equals 200. Y'all can keep going. I'm so, looking for it. Chris, look. Yep. Are you on mute? I don't know if I gave it a name or not. Um, yeah. I did? Yeah. Okay. On the on the file here, it says relationships 100 plus 100 equals 200. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know where it's at, Chris. I have no no idea, but I know that I downloaded it and sent it had Ed bring it over there. Heads up just for the admin. It is 903 just so you guys know. Okay. Well, before we go much further here, I'm not going to cut anybody off. I'm not going to cut this off because this is pretty good. But um, if you would like to try to answer that question while Chris is looking for that video, and then we'll let Chris 
get to his rant? I don't know how to answer the whole mixed feelings. I mean, you are completely validated in having mixed feelings because you can have mixed feelings. Like sometimes you can sit there and okay, we're not um, feel this way about a situation and then also feel this way and you don't have to go one way necessarily one way or the other like you can express yourself to where i feel this way but this is also the case as well like you're validated to have both feelings you don't have to feel like you have to be one way or the other that's just kind of my perspective on it i guess you could say i don't feel like there, things in life are not just black and white. There are shades of gray. And yes, so you can feel this way, but yet still feel this way. It's, it's not just black and white. That's, that's how I, how I feel. That's kind of how I do a lot of things. Like I can be mad at Ed for working on Saturdays. I could be thrilled that he's working on that Saturdays. Like it's, it's a catch 22. Like you're damned if you don't and damned if you do, but it's that shade of gray. Like I really don't want him to work on Saturdays, but I'm really glad that he does work on Saturdays. Like you are validated both ways, but the only person that can validate your feelings is yourself. Your opinion is all that matters when it comes to validating your emotions and your feelings and your thought processes. That is all on you. That is not on anyone else but yourself. All right. I think hopefully if that answered your question, let us know. If not, <laughs> maybe somebody else can throw their two cents in. Anybody else got anything? Chris, are you ready? Chris, are you ready? Can you take yourself off mute? Let me know. Chris, you're on mute, by the way. Okay, so just a minute yet. So the back and forth combos you have with yourself. Okay, so I hate me. Okay, I hate mixed feelings. But you are going, like, okay, if you're having a back and forth conversation with yourself and you're causing yourself to get mixed emotions, mixed feelings, that's completely normal, okay? Yeah. You, you are going to have to learn to accept that. That is part of preparing for this to happen, but you might get a different outcome, okay? So when you run 50 different scenarios in your head because you're having a conversation with yourself, you are going to have so many different emotions coming through and it, it, it's completely normal. That's, it's actually a, uh, it's a, it's a coping mechanism. It, it, you're, you're wired to do this. It's, it's not, on, it's not crazy or anything like that. It's completely normal. It is your mind trying to process and understand everything that you're doing and, and putting into it. Um, 
I hate mixed emotions, but you, it, it's like I said, it's normal. It's just one of those things you're going to have to just kind of work through it. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it, it's uncomfortable. It's unpleasant, but you know what? That's that's a huge part of life in a sense. It, but you have to learn and grow from it. So if, if you want any more information on that, if we didn't answer your question appropriately, um, just get back at us. We, 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 will, we will do what we can here to help you. Am I good? Uh, something we need to discuss admins as a, uh, a little bit more. But, uh, you know, the one that's asking all the questions, I'm not going to put your name out there, but you know who you are. Um, we did discuss before of like kind of doing like one-on-one -on -one personal um, meetings with the four of us to give, uh, to help somebody that needed help like this um, to kind of get you more to, uh, 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 I, don't, I don't know what the fuck word am I looking for, like a personal fucking give you more better advice and it's just you basically. A better understanding, a more one-on-one -on -one understanding or perspective? Yeah, like, or... yeah, we would just be, it'd be the four of us helping the one person and kind of like, you know, just like, you know, getting them more, you know, like where it's not alive, it's just, you know, just a meeting between all of us and us helping you and, and trying to get, you know, your shit figured out. Like a personal coaching session. Yeah, there you go. We're, we're here for you and you alone. Right, there we go. Um, it's so, uh, it's kind of hard to input on this because I know this situation personally and I'm, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I'm a little biased and yeah, yeah, this would have to be, yeah, this would have to be a private one-on-one -on -one or one on, um, admin thing where it's private, where we talk. I can speak more freely than what I can right now. Um, so if you would be interested in that, you can you can message me. You can message one of us, uh, and we can set that up at the admin's earliest convenience and your earliest convenience, as long as you know all our schedules line up, you know correctly. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was a little hard for me to be able to to be able to put in a lot of input on. Um, I do want to say, though, like with the mixed feelings thing, that write out a pros and cons, like, you know, or like write out, you know, keep a, maybe keep a diary or write a letter, burn the motherfucker afterwards, you know, seeing how you kind of feel, you know, getting, getting shit out on paper sometimes helps you, helps you actually evaluate what the hell you're really trying to say and, and, and then you can go back and read it and be like, yeah, like, you know, I, I'm not really feeling that. That's not exactly how it is. Or, you know, I, and Google and YouTube is, is your fucking friend. Like, you know, um, we don't obviously have the answers to everything and we don't know everything, you know, how we all would handle shit is maybe different from how other people would handle shit. Like I, I know for a fact, you know, how I would handle something is different, different how Becky would, you know, probably handle it. Like, you know, it's just, we're just two different people. So it's, you know, just one of those things. Like, you know, it, it, it's what works for you. We could give all the advice that you can ask all these questions. You can get, we can give all the advice that we can, 
But honestly, not to sound like a dick, at the end of the day, it's what you decide to fucking do. And if you don't do nothing, then the situation is only going to get worse. And if you just keep your mouth shut about how you feel, situation is going to get worse. I've, I've said this many, many times. So this is not just this particular thing that I'm talking about. But sometimes adults need to take a fucking step back, regardless whether you love somebody or not. And you really need to look. If my daughter or my son was put into this same situation and I knew about it, how would I feel? Would I want one of my kids growing up thinking that this is how a hell a relationship is supposed to be? And would I want one of them dealing with the mental issues that I'm dealing with because I never decided to break the generational curse and I ended up teaching them on purpose or not on purpose that certain behaviors from either gender is okay and this is how you're supposed to be loved when it's really not. Because that's what you're teaching your children. That is, your children watch more than you think they do. They listen more than they think you do. You know, freaking children are fucking like little sponges. And honestly, when, you, when they grow to fuck up, oh, well, mommy went through this. Daddy went through this. This is how love is supposed to be when it's not. So you should be setting an example by how you, your children should live in the future. Because I, I guarantee, I guarantee most, I, I, I ain't going to say most, I, almost, I, I, could, I, can, I can almost fucking guarantee that everybody in this entire fucking group would not want any of their kids to ever grow up and have the issues and problems that we have. But if you're not fixing your shit, you're not learning how to deal with your shit, you're not feeling, you know, this is going to sound a little harsh, but if you're not growing the fuck up and becoming an adult and learning how to talk about your feelings and learning how to do your shit and learning that there is a certain way I should be treated and there's a certain way that I should not be treated and this is what the fuck love is and this is what the fuck love is not and I'm sorry, I don't care if I have 10 kids with you, you have a million fucking dollars and you're paying every fucking bill in the house, regardless whether you're doing all of that, you either love me the right fucking way or I'm going to move the fuck on and I'm going to find somebody who does love me the right fucking way. Because I'll be damned if my kids grow up to fucking think, oh, well, this is how it should be. And this is how a relationship should be. And this is how, you know, life should be. Like, I'm trying to break that shit. I'm trying to put my kids on a different level and, and, and make them understand that the version of daddy that I was fucking 10 years ago is not the same version of daddy that you're getting now. And I was wrong for being how I was back then. And I was wrong how I treated women back then. And I was wrong for how I treated you and friends and family and everything. I'm trying to break that shit and I'm trying to teach them better. I'm trying to teach them better and do better in all the same, same, same senses. All right, if anybody got any input on that, they can. I got a lot of shit, but we got like, I don't know if you guys really want to end at like 9.15. Like all this shit that I wrote down is either we're going to have to do another fucking, do another live or, you know, at a later date or I'm going to have to do my own personal live. But like, 
while y'all were talking, I was steadily fucking writing. So it's on y'all. I'm good with keep going. Um, that's just me. If everybody else is okay, that's cool too. And Chris, I will say something um, from what you were just saying about kids. You are absolutely right. You are teaching your children how their relationships are going to be when they are getting into relationships. And I will, I will be the first one to tell you that Chris, you have completely changed in the last two months on how you treat your kids, on who, how you treat women, our conversations, like you have grown so fucking much. Like I could cry right now. Okay. Like I'm getting emotional over this. Cause I love seeing, I love seeing it. Like I'm welling up with tears. Like this is stupid. Like this is the shit that makes me cry, Chris. Okay. This is the shit that makes me cry <laughs> for all the times I've made you cry. This is the shit that makes me cry. So you are actually showing your kids right now how to love another person, how they should expect to be loved, how they need to love. Like, it is so awesome to see. Like, I, I fucking love it. I fucking love it. I don't know what the hell she's done to you, but I fucking love her too. So, you know, there's that. Okay. I think that's all that I got on that topic. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and second that I was, when I was over there at Chris's last weekend, um, <clears throat> the dynamic between you and her and all the kids working together and, and functioning as a whole unit was absolutely awesome. Like I, it, I don't know what it was like prior because I've never actually witnessed it, but just, just seeing what this was as it is, is freaking phenomenal. It's awesome. So, and that's, that's, in my mind, that's how every good, healthy relationship should be. Like that, that is the, the, the goal. So, all right. With that, I'm, I'm good. If we keep going, I mean, you got a lot of shit there. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of chomping at the bit, foaming at the mouth. I can see it. Oh, he's, he's getting a cigarette. Oh, ready. you're getting a cigarette ready, man. Shit is about to get lit up. And shit. I started. I third it because within the last two to three months, I mean, you've grown tremendously in the last six months, but you have grown even more in the last month, two months. And it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal to see. I mean, your demeanor has changed, everything. And it's all positive. Nothing's negative. It's all positive. So kudos, Chris. We're proud of you. Thank you, y'all. Thank, like, for, seriously, y'all don't know how much it means because I, I do struggle with, and Tiffin knows this. I, I do struggle with, and I, I'm sure you, you know the other two knows it. But me and Tiffin, we, we do talk a lot. Um, she knows, like, you know how, how bad I do struggle with, like, am I really changing? Am I becoming a better person? Am I, you know, becoming a better father, better spouse, better friend, better all this? Like, so for three people to sit here and say, you know, that I'm changing and I'm becoming better. Like it, it means a lot. Like I know I like, it didn't seem like I was paying attention. I'm listening, uh, but it means a lot. I really want to point out and, and, and 
like make sure people just understood what the fuck just happened because those are the type of people that you want in your life. I, I was talking about this in my live earlier today about, you know, changing, um, you know, your word for the fucking year should be change. You know, that's, that's my word for the year, you know, but it's change. And it's not only just changing yourself, but changing your situations, ch changing how you act in the situations, changing, you know, uh, uh, the people in your lives and, you know, making sure that, you know, the people that are in your lives, friends, family, relationships, I, regardless how people feel about this, even your own fucking kids, you know, more or less I'm talking about adult kids, but you know, if you, I, I compared this earlier to basically just like a drug out, drug addict and an alcoholic, you can't, a, a drug addict and an alcoholic cannot get sober and stay sober if they're still hanging around the same fucking crowd that they used to drink and do drugs with. If you think that fucking you will be able to change and, and be more positive and have a better life, but yet still hang around some negative ass fucking people in your, in your family or negative ass friends or being with a negative ass fucking spouse and you think that you're going to change and stay fucking changed, it ain't going to happen. Something's got to give. You got to make some sacrifices fucking somewhere. And I'm not talking about, you know, take giving sacrifices to gods or anything like you're, you're going to have to legit get rid of some people. And the ones that you really need to fucking think about, okay, well, who do I get rid of? Which one more takes more than gifts? Which one, which one sits here and, 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 and is always calling you over some negative drama bullshit. And that's all they ever fucking call you about. They don't call you about no positive shit. They don't call you about no fucking good times. They don't call you about nothing. It's always negative. It's always drama. They're always bringing that to your life. Stress. Those are the ones you should be weeding the fuck out. Like, yeah, I could go on fucking a whole damn live on that with fucking. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. ask you that the ones that are always taking from you as well, taking more than their fair share and never giving anything in return. Or if they do give in return, they end up taking it back shortly afterwards. Those are also the kind of people you want to keep out of your space. Oh, yeah. Okay. So has anybody got anything to say? Because I'm about to fucking light those, this bitch up. The, those that bring the drama into your life, and you get rid of those people, it's almost like a culture shock because you are so used to having all of this drama on edge all the freaking time that when it's gone, you're just like, what do I do now? Like, but then you get used to it and you're like, somebody brings something in, you're like, oh, oh, okay. I can, I can only listen for a little bit and then I'm done. Like it is draining to hear the negative shit. I have in my own personal life. Um, I have somebody that is a, uh, toxic person. And I actually talked to this person for the first time other than just quick five minute conversation, like for a solid hour. And she ended up wanted wanting to be validated and wanted to bring on her drama and she wanted me to feed into her drama and I did not do it. And she got mad because I would not validate her feelings. I would not feed into it. And I'm like, look, I'm not you. I cannot validate what you are feeling. 
I can validate from my end, but my end, what I have, like what I have with this person or what I have with this person or what you guys have is completely different. So I can't validate how you feel because I don't live in your shoes. I don't live in your house. I don't know your feelings. So once you have that gone, that drama, and you have nothing but peace, like you want to keep all the negative out. Like you don't want to deal with it. And you have to be in the right mental space to be able to handle that type of drama. And for me, that's, that's dwindling. Like, don't get me wrong, guys. Like I will listen to all, all your guys's problems. You know, like I have no issues with that. But I need to see change if you want to constantly come to me. I need to see progress. Otherwise, I will not be able to help you any longer because I can, it's too draining. All right, that's, I'm off my soapbox. Anybody else? Good? All right, all right. I, I agree with what Tiffin just said because I was about to say the same fucking shit as she was saying it. It was, I don't mind helping people, but. I'm telling you, the last, like, month or two, it has been fucking peaceful of not having people blow me the fuck up. And no offense to anybody, but having me blow me up with all their fucking issues and their problems. And Tiffin hit the net head on, or the nail on the fucking head when she said, you know, basically, like, you know, I don't mind helping you, but if you're not changing, then you're just doing nothing but wasting my time. If you're not taking the advice, if you're not making the moves to fucking forward, if you're not doing any of that, then you're you're just wasting our fucking time and you're just you're just bitching. That's all you're doing. You're just venting. You know, I, I, I'm sorry, but I'm sure you have friends for that. I, I'm, I'm not your friend. Go fucking find one of your friends that just want to hear that. You want to change? You want to get better? You want to have a different life? Come at me all day long. I'll fucking talk to you all day long. But if you don't actually want to change, then... You know, I, I've got better shit to do with my fucking life. I have changing and things I need to work on and want to fucking do, you know. Uh, we've said it, I don't know how many times, you know, fucking either grow with me or get left the fuck behind. I, I, I ain't doing it. Like, I'll help you out all day long. I will. But you got to fucking show effort. You got to show change. You got to show you're actually trying. So, all right, I'm going to go. Fuck, I don't know how long this is going to take because this, this is a lot of shit. A lot of shit. I, I do want to bring up um, this little story, okay? And it just happened this morning, and it was one of those things. Um, I hope she's still on. I hope she's still watching. But it kind of happened with me and my girlfriend this morning. And I don't, you know, uh, at first it's going to sound bad. At first it's going to sound bad. Um, but, the, like, this is kind of, you know, one – one, I, okay, so I'm, I'm going to tell a story and I'm going to get into the fucking other shit. Um, so this morning, <laughs> this morning, you know, we, we had a great morning, great, great morning. <laughs> we had a great morning, but then, uh, <laughs> yeah, PG. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm keeping a PG, keeping a PG. Uh, so we had a great morning. Well, then. Next thing I know, like 10 minutes later, you know, she's sitting on her phone and like, this is like 8.30 in the morning, maybe around somewhere. Well, she starts this conversation and this text message that she reads out loud and there's been a few incidents. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, 
every relationship has their little tidbits of, you know, shit that's going on, but it wasn't, it wasn't the situation that happened that matters. It was how we fucking dealt with it that really mattered. You know, it's how we worked through it and grew from it that mattered. But this situation kind of stemmed from the other two situations that had happened. And so the message that she read out, out of nowhere, after we had already, you know, uh, had a great morning, and she began to say this with like kind of a joyful little tone was like, good morning, gorgeous. And that's about all she got out. I was sitting at the foot of the bed. She was up in her spot, like kind of, you know, higher in the bed. And all I heard was, good morning, gorgeous. How are you doing today or something like that? And I instantly, hold on, I'm about to sneeze. Okay, sorry. Control your body. I look at my hair. <laughs> yeah, control my fucking body. The zombies, the zombies. So I instantly, like, without thinking, I instantly reached out and grabbed her ankle and you know, gave it a, gave it a good little squeeze. Not like, you know, fucking where, like I was squeezing it to leave fucking bruises or anything, but I gave it a good little squeeze. And as I did that, she was like, oh, that, that, that was from my mom. That was from my mom. You know, she messages me like so, that, like sometimes. And I'm like, okay, like, all right. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't understand what the fuck just run, ran through my head. Like that's, that's, yeah, that's definitely fucking, you know, something man shit would say. And it, this kind of stemmed from the couple of situations that has happened already. And my first initial instinct was like, yep, here it goes again. Like, you know, figured her little fan club was, you know, reaching out again. And which she's handled, you know, like it's not, you know, nothing bad on her end. It just, you know, some shit on my end. But what happened after that was she actually got in her head a little bit. And because I've told her and I've warned her, I have a temper. I'm not into abusing women. I'm not into that kind of shit, you know, unless it's, you know, somewhere else. But keeping this PG, freaking, you know, I'm not into abusing women like that. Like, you know, that's not my temper. I just scream and holler basically a lot. I'm like, but, you know, that's something I've really worked on. Even Tiffin, you know, fucking, you know, has noticed a big difference, you know, and, and my change of and being calmer and stuff. But her first, and I didn't realize this until probably 20 minutes later, because after that, like, I kind of thought I didn't know anything was wrong. I got up and went and, you know, started making coffee. I came back to the bedroom, grabbed my phone, was sitting beside her. And, you know, I kind of, you know, just started rubbing her back while I'm laying there and we're both on our phones. And I said something and she gave like this kind of answer. And I'm like, wait, what's wrong? And of course she was like, oh, you know, nothing. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, I'm, I'm good. You know, nothing's wrong. I'm like, no, no, something's wrong. Like what the hell's wrong? Well, basically it went into when I grabbed her by the ankle, she associated it with her ex that basically this is how it begins. This is how, you know, this is how it started before with her ex that he was a the perfect guy. He was great. He was this, he was that. And then the abuse and everything else started. So when I reacted like that and I, my first instinct was physical anger, 
she associated with that. Now she did. She did come back to me and because I, I fucking when she told me, that, I felt horrible. Like I never want to be associated with the men that she's dealt with in her fucking life. Like I felt like complete trash. I was like, I was more or less playing, but I was serious at the same time because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But I wasn't. I didn't mean to like you know, you know, hurt you or you know make you feel like that or anything. And she was like, you know, she was like. She was like, I, I definitely overacted because you didn't hurt me like that. It was, it was the, it was the reaction you had that put me in my head that made me think like basically, oh, here, 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 this is where it begins. This is how it started last time. And so I spent the better part of about like, you know, 30 more minutes of like reassuring her and telling her, I don't ever want to be like that. That's not the way, you know, things, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, work on that with myself, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I could tell, you know, she was, she was really, you know, upset, like upset to the point where she, she started crying because she, she didn't want to feel like that. She didn't want to associate it like that, but she was in her head. So, but what the point of me bringing that up is like, I'm not fucking perfect, but I also didn't sit there and be like, well, I, and that, that was what I was talking about earlier. Like, I, I tried really hard to make sure her feelings was validated. Like, she kept saying, like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, um, you know, I, I don't know, she just kept apologizing. Like, you know, I shouldn't feel like this. And I'm like, no, look, like, this shit happened to you in your past. You have every right to feel like this because this is exactly how it's happened. And you think, you know, your mind is just, you know, traumatized into believing this is what the fuck's next. I have to prove to you that it's, that it's not going to be next. I have to do all this. And then, you know, but I had to try like really hard to, to sit there and, and not say, well, the reason I did this was because of this. You know, the reason I acted this way was because of, you know, freaking that message and instantly in the shit, you know, a couple things that's happened so far. Like I, I, I did not want her to permit for me to, dismiss her feelings like well you have no reason to feel like that because you know i acted be, uh, this way because of that like not gonna lie you know i could have i i probably have and i would have acted like that in the fucking past you know I, i've been real up in front and honest with everybody you know in this entire fucking group i've not always been a good fucking guy i've not always been you know the man that i am today like you know i've had my issues i've had my problems that's why the fuck i'm here you know so, you know, I wanted to, just, you know, kind of say that and kind of, you know, like, you know, let everybody know, like, you know, it's just, there's some, hold on, I've got it written down. So, okay, so, like, something small to you may be something big to somebody else. And you don't understand that, like, you know, because of their past trauma or because of the shit that they've been through, it's small as fuck. Like, good for instance... She does a lot, and, and, you know, she kept saying, like, well, this is just stupid that I feel like this. You've never given me a reason. You know, you know, I know you're not like this. You, how you've treated me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm reassuring you. It's fine to, you know, to sit here and talk to you about this and, you know, make sure you're good and this and that. She's like, no, no, it's just, it's stupid. It's stupid. She doesn't want to seem like some weak little bitch. I know the mutual feeling. But that was kind of, you know, from shit from her past. And I kind of I, I chuckled and I told her, I said, what's the fucking difference of you sitting here having to reassure me about my stupid shit? 
I said, because when you get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I'm dead asleep. I feel you move. And I instantly jerk awake and fucking ask her, where are you going? What's wrong? And she's got, babe, I'm just going to the bathroom. And a couple times that's happened and she's asked me, why do you act like that? Why, why do you do that? Why? Because I'm afraid you're going to leave. I'm afraid you're going to get up and leave in the middle of the night just like my ex did. I'm afraid you're going, you know, fucking I did something wrong enough that when fucking, you know, when something happens, you're getting up and you're leaving and that's the first thought in the mind, my mind. You're trying to sneak the fuck out just like my ex did. And I don't want you to go. So, you know, and she's got to reassure me on that. So it's like, it's no, it's no different. But so, you know, you got to, you got to understand that, you know, something small to you could be very big to another person or something, you know, small to them as vice versa. Uh, I'm, I'm going to repeat what I fucking said in the beginning. So are you a prisoner of, of the past or a pioneer of the future? A lot of us, I, I'm not going to fucking censor myself with this because I'm, I, I hate having to fucking say this. I'm not talking about friggin' being molested. I'm not talking about being raped. I'm not talking about fucking narcissists. I'm not talking about the real bad shit. I'm fucking saying that one damn time. And I swear on everything I love, if somebody fucking runs to somebody else in this group and says, oh my God, did you hear what he just said? I will fucking kick you the fuck out. I should not have to say that every time I say something like this. Because I'm not talking about the bad shit. I'm not talking about the real bad relationships. Okay? So, are you a prisoner of your past or are you a pioneer of your future? Basically, what I'm saying with that right now, are you making your freaking the, the, the next pay for your ex? Are you sitting here dwelling? Kind of what I just said about my girlfriend right now and, and, and how I am when she gets up to go pee in the middle of the night, you know, Am I sitting here acting, you know, reacting because of what my ex did to me or her ex did to her and I'm making her pay for something certain like that? Like that that's being a prisoner of your past. You know, you got to at some point in time, you got to understand that the person that you're with isn't the person that you used to be with. I'm not saying to dismiss red flags or abusive behavior or narcissistic behavior or anything like that, but you can my biggest fear in this relationship is me fucking it up because of my past issues, because of me and what I've been through and me treating her like I've treated other women because of some, something that happens that reminds me of the fucking past. And then it flips that fucking switch to where like, okay, well you hurt me. Now I'm going to show you how the fuck it feels, or I'm going to turn fucking cold just like I used to do in the past. So don't be a prisoner of your past. Be, be a pioneer of your future. And when I, when I say that, this next part, really, I think this, this whole healthy versus unhealthy relationship thing, that topic that we're on, you've got to unlearn a lot of toxic behavior that you learn from unhealthy relationships. And it's fucking hard because... Most of us are used to fighting. Most of us are def used to defending ourselves. Most of us are fucking, you know, um, used to getting yelled at or a certain situation is triggering somebody or acting a certain way, you know, this and that. Some of that toxic, you know, shit that your be, you know, um, behavior of reacting a certain way and yelling and this and that, like with this, 
I, I put this somewhere else, too. What the fuck did I say? Um, so, I'm going to have to fuck fly for the day. I know I fucking wrote that down. But, oh, it's almost, like, scary when you get in a healthy relationship because, like, Tiffin was talking earlier. You don't know how to fucking act. You don't know what to do because it's not the same shit that you're used to all the time. So, like, Ed and, you know, Tiffin, you know, was saying, and Becky was saying, like, when you get into this and it is a good relationship, are you going to fuck it up by acting how you used to act? Or are you going to change and become better and become the version of yourself that you actually get to where you deserve to be loved and actually be, you know, get that type of love that you actually want? A lot of people don't understand, and I'm, I'm, I said I was only going to say it once, so I'm not fucking repeating myself. But a lot of people in certain situations don't understand that they're there, they are the common denominator and shit that they get themselves in. Are you creating your own chaos? I've, I've actually said this a few times to my girlfriend that she's, she's been with so many bad men that now that she's with a good one, one of my biggest fears is that either she's going to get bored because there's no drama or she's going to get fucking scared and leave because she don't, you know, she's not used to having a good man. She's used to be treated in a certain way. She's used to having certain shit done to her. She's used to, you know, men cheating on her and doing this and doing that, you know. So is she going to try and fuck this up on purpose or fuck it up by mistake and create her, her, her own chaos with all this shit? And I've, you know, told her, like, that's kind of like a legit fear of mine. Like, you know, how is this going to play out? But it's almost scary because sometimes you just don't know how to fucking act. You don't know what to do because you're like, I'm used to going this way. And that whole conversation, like, Ed, Ed was fucking talking about, like, you know, and, and, and Tiffin. And it's like, I'm used to shit going this fucking way. And then all of a sudden, when it goes totally different, you're like, what the fuck just happened here? Wait. I was ready for the whole argument. I spent hours on this argument. Like, I'm, I'm ready for this fucking battle. Like, and this is it? Now what the fuck do I take all this Chris, anger and aggression out on? Chris, you are so right on that. <laughs> there have been times where, like, I go up to Ed, and I'm like, okay, we need to talk. And I'm like, he's like, okay. And I tell him, and he's like, okay. And I'm like, wait, what? I just had this huge fucking argument in my head with you for the last three to four fucking hours. And all I get is, okay, like, that's it. Okay. Fuck you. I wanted a damn argument. Okay. Never right. mind. Let's go continue on with what you're doing. Makes you want to go kick a kitten or something like motherfucker. I got, I got aggravation to take out. Like you don't understand. Like I was in my head and I won this battle and okay, that's it. No fight with me. Argue with me. <laughs> Now, maybe it's just so, me and my past, but one of the worst lines, and I can't stand it, and Pippin just said it. Um, <laughs> hey, we need to talk. Right. Oh, frick, that instantly triggers me. I don't know why, but it instantly triggers Hey, we need to talk. My first thought is, oh, shit. I've been fired before. I've been roped up by bosses, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've had problems in relationships. So every time I hear, hey, we need to talk, it's instantly a bad thing. Well, then you get an asshole like me where like I, I had a conversation with my girlfriend the other day and I was like, um, maybe there's something we need to talk about. And it's really important. I need your whole fucking undivided attention here. Like it's, it's serious. And she's like, I, I could feel, I could see her like instantly fucking get like, well, what's going on? What's wrong? And I'm like, babe, like 
I this I, I don't know how to talk to you about this, but when do you honestly think that it is okay and how much time frame in a relationship that you need to be in to fart in front of somebody? Because I need to know. I'm tired of kids. I'm tired of holding this shit in. Like and she looks at me like did you really like i just thought we were about to have a serious ass talk like are you kidding me <laughs> i said it up perfectly i knew what i was doing I, I, it was funny though it was funny it might have been fucked up but it was funny <laughs> that is completely fucked up yeah that's shitty ah play on words there i love it love it so like, real quick, I just want to throw this in here real quick. Um, when you guys do have these unsettling fears of one thing happening, because, like, like, like a self-sabotage type of situation, like, a very important thing to have in a healthy relationship is a continuous open line of communication mm -hmm. where you guys can talk to each other about things no matter what. So that, that's all I've got to say on that. I'm going to go back on mute. Oh, we're getting that, buddy. Oh, yeah. I see, see me and Ed. Like, we fucking, like, we just feed off each other. Like, ah, uh, fucking. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Tim, the tool man, Taylor shit. <laughs> no, Ed, Ed is right. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> you know, and this is why I told your girlfriend that really, her and I have competition, not you in whatever. Like, her and I have fucking competition because I swear to God, there's something going on between you two. I swear. The, the bromance is strong with these two. The bromance is strong. You have no idea. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, We're called the bearded bastards, truly, not the bearded brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, going on. Uh, so. One one of the things in, in in a in a healthy relationship, and that I I learned with my most recent ex, was that I was always waiting for the ball to drop, and always waiting for the mask to be taken off, to always waiting for like just like oh that's what I've been waiting for. That's exactly why I didn't like give so much or you know be so much because I knew there was something and it was there. Sometimes we gotta unlearn that shit. Like sometimes we gotta unlearn those habits. You know. Because when you get a good good person, I, I, that's where the fuck that was in my notes. I need to learn how to fucking space shit out. But when you get a good perfect, you know, person, you could unintentionally fuck shit up because of how you're at, how you're used to acting out in the past. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to go into that. Not with her permission, without her permission. She did tell me the other day that I could talk about me and her relationship on here, uh, but like. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Like, there's certain things that, like, you've got to understand of how certain people just are. They're, most people, they don't, they don't think like you in certain areas. You know, like how I would react, like I was talking earlier, how I would react in a certain situation, you know, isn't how, you know, somebody else would act in a certain situation. Um, so, for instance, you know, another story time. Basically, one of her exes had, you know, messaged her a few times and me being a guy and me being who the fuck I was before, like I knew what the fuck this dude was doing. I'm not stupid. And 
I told her, like, I ain't worried about it. And when I am, then I'll step the fuck in. I'll make my presence known. Well, so it happened to be freaking uh, Christmas Day. You know, she, uh, <laughs> I was in the shower. The guy called, and which they had, they had a long relate or long friendship for like twenty years. They just happened to, you know, date. Things, you know, went south. Didn't work. I didn't mind if she was still friends with them. I'm not going to tell her who. You know, I don't control her. Like, you know, you can you can be who, friends with whoever the fuck you want. It just depends on how you are. Well, when I was in the shower, the guy called Christmas Day. She didn't want to ruin Christmas Day because I already kind of put her head in something else that she had asked me about the other day, and I chose for some dumbass reason to talk about it on Christmas. And but she didn't tell me that she was in her head about that, so I had a car already done it. Well, she didn't want to ruin Christmas Day, so therefore she didn't tell me that the guy called. I had no problem he called. It was whatever. But the fact that she hid it from me and didn't tell me till the next day, that's what upset me. That was like, okay, you basically lied to me. That was the first time, and this this woman has told me she does not like to cry because of her past. She was kind of, that was kind of taken out of her because of the person would basically sit there and be like, you know, that's weak-ass bitch shit. You don't fucking cry. You know, suck it the fuck up, this and that. And so she's told me how she feels about crying. When she told me this and this is what happened, she's seen the hurt in my eyes that she hurt me in this way because I always told her, don't fucking lie to me. That's one thing I do not, I cannot fucking, I could almost fucking take somebody cheating on me better than I can. Not that it's acceptable, but I could take it better than somebody actually lying to me about doing something like that's, that's trust. Like, so she actually started crying her, you know, herself when she seen the hurt in my eyes from this situation and was just like, you know, I did not mean to hurt you like that. Like, I'll never do that again. Like, I understand, like, you know, blah, blah. And the entire time I'm sitting there, I'm telling myself, don't flip that switch. She's a good woman. You know, she's been great to you so far. She made a mistake because something like that would have would have made me flip my switch and just be like, okay, I told you from the get-go, I can treat you like a queen or I can treat you like a hoe, and it all depends on you which one you get. And I can be a sweet guy or I can be an asshole. That would have made me flip the switch right there. I fucking told you, I warned you, don't ever do this. Now you get this version of me. In my mind, I was sitting there telling myself the whole time, don't be like this, don't do this, you don't deserve this, it was a mistake, blah, blah, blah. So it was all, you know, it, it, it was all worked out. Now I'm going to get to something else, but you know, kind of the other thing that what had happened was she's, she's the type of person that when she's done with somebody, then, you know, she's just like, she just deletes the shit, blocks them. And is just like, I'm not, you know, going to put up with this. Like, you know, I, I don't want to deal with this person. We're done, blah, blah, blah. So this other ex had been messaging her over something stupid. And I, you know, she told me every time, don't get it wrong, like when she wasn't hiding, she told me every time when this guy messaged, even I told her like, you don't have to message, you know, or you don't have to tell me this all the time, blah, blah, blah. But she says it makes me feel better because somebody else can't come back and tell you and then fucking, you know, you get pissed off because I didn't tell you type thing. And well, New Year's night, right after the ball dropped, apparently she's never been kissed when the ball's dropped. Never, not one time in her fucking life. So that was her first time 
she's ever been kissed during a ball. She's like, you know, her men are always out doing their own thing and this and that, blah, blah. So she was real excited for this, you know, and it happened and everything. Well, then wasn't 20 minutes, 10 minutes later, 20 minutes later, this other dude messages her, said some stupid bullshit, not anything, you know, confessing undying love, but, you know, basically like, oh, you know, I'm happy for you and your new dude and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, bud. Like, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. And she shows it to me. Well, then I noticed and I'm like, well, wait a minute. He just messaged you the other day and there's only this message there. Why, why is there only one message there and his? And I said something I'm, and I asked her, well, where's the rest of his messages? And she was like, deer in the headlights look like, oh, shit. And she's like, well, you know, I, I deleted them. And now right there, I'm like, okay, look, you've got to under. I didn't say nothing right there. I was like, okay, all right. And I just kind of left it a B. Well, then, you know, ten, you know, she was like, okay, we need to go talk. We need to go talk now. You're in your head. We need to go talk about this. So then we go talk about it. And, and I explained her to her, this is what this kind of means. And this is what, how I looked at it. Like, you, you know, she was like, well, I just, you know, I delete and block, you know, and just get rid of them. Like, you know, I don't want to go back and reread messages. There's no point. Okay, that's great. But we've been talking for like a month and a half and you've still had this guy's messages. Now, all of a sudden, a couple of days ago, you had these messages that now all of a sudden they're deleted. Like, you don't see how that looks fishy, you know, suspect. And we talked about it. But in those two situations right there, I could have legit made a mountain out of a fucking molehole and went fucking, you know, ballistically fucking stupid or fucking anger issues or whatever. But like Ed said earlier, it's communication comprehension, and then action. The third one I've never said before because I thought about that while we're fucking, or while I was writing shit. Communication, comprehension, and then action. Because if you're not talking about shit and you're not understanding what the hell somebody's saying, and then you're not taking action to fix the problem or to make sure you, you know, to actually do something. Go, go ahead, Tiffin. You got something to say? You also have to be able to read that person's body language. You have to know when there is truly something wrong. Like you have to be able to read that person too. You can't just dismiss it. Like Ed knows when there's something wrong. I know when there's something wrong. And I've told you this before, Chris, there are two words that I fucking hate with a passion and people use them all the damn time. And I fucking want to go off when they say it fine and sure. They are non-committal answers. I'll let Ed uh, explain. There's a third more. when somebody hits you with that K. That K is the fucking piss. That 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 oh, just pisses me off. I fucking hate that shit too. Fucking hate that K. So sure is a straight up non-committal answer. It is not. It is not a, a, a affirmative or a negative. It is just right in the fucking middle. May as well just say what the fuck ever because it it means absolutely mm -hmm. fucking nothing. I hate that fucking word. Mm -hmm. Fine in my house. Growing up, fine was an acronym mm -hmm. for freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. So if you're fine, you're not okay. So tell me again, you're fine. Because fine is not good. Mm -hmm. You want to try again? So that that's that's a key where somebody says fine, I'm, I'm fine. I'm like, okay, sit down. Let's talk. What the fuck's going on? I'm going mute. Anybody else? Okay. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I can't. I, those three things, like, yeah, yeah. Especially K. Don't ever fucking hit me with K. Oh, that pisses me off. Bad. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, so, the communication, comprehension, action, and body language. I like that. I, I'm adding that. Uh, because that reminds me that fucking, um, I don't know the fucking word, uh, basically like I didn't know she was doing this and I've never really had somebody do this and I'm sure they, they have, but they've never really been vocal about it and told me, but, um, my girlfriend now, like she's learned, she's learning my body language. Like, you know, she knows when I get aggravated by something, cause I guess I purse my lips, like I scrunch my lips together. So she knows automatically like, okay, what just happened? What's wrong? You know, and she's like, you know, couple, you know, like other ticks and everything like that to where like some shit, like I didn't even know, like I didn't person, I didn't know I pursed my lips like that. Like, you know, so there's, you know, things that, you know, like Tiffin just said, reading body language and, you know, of seeing how it is kind of like the situation I talked about this morning. Wasn't really body language, but it was the voice. It was the, I heard it in the voice. Like, yeah, something's just not right. Like I'm, I'm getting this vibe. So Definitely. Communication, comprehension, action, and body language, which is going to lead me into, I'm sorry means nothing without changed behavior. You can apologize a thousand fucking times over and over and over again. But if you don't change the behavior that you were sorry for, then your apology fucking doesn't mean a damn thing. Like it literally, you're nothing because you're not changing that behavior. So you're not really sorry for it. So if somebody is fucking sitting here saying, you know, well, I'm sorry for treating you like this, or I'm sorry for hitting you, or I'm sorry for acting like this, or I'm sorry for wh whatever, on and on and on. And then a month later, you know, yeah, it could be 29 days that they don't fucking do that. And then that 30th day they do it and they're like, oh, well, it's been 29 days. It don't fucking matter. You know, I'm sorry and changed behavior has no fucking time limit. If you said I was sorry for this type of behavior, then your your actions should fucking um, and, and, and change behavior should match that. You should not want to revert and go back. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some things that like, you know, like I have to learn and I've been telling me this myself all day. I have to do some more research. I have to do some more, you know, looking into myself and more calm myself because of my girlfriend's past and what with what happened this morning, I have to learn to not be so aggressive like, or I don't want to say manly like, because she loves that I'm manly, she, you know, friggin', but I don't, I have to learn not to be so gr aggressive like, you know, like when I grabbed her ankle like that and I, you know, squeezed, and like I said, I didn't, I didn't do it hard and she even come back and said, like, she was like, I feel bad that I made this into such a big deal because you did it. It's not like, you know, you friggin' squuzz and almost broke my fucking ankle. Like, you just, that was just your reaction. So, it's like, you know, I have to learn from different females that I'm used to where some of them, like, you know, they liked fucking, you know, for me to all of a sudden grab them by the throat, push them up against the wall, and get a little aggressive and, like, fucking kiss them. I'm not talking about choking. I'm not talking about, like, that. You know what I'm saying. Like, you know... You know, fucking, you just grab my throat, put you up against the wall, and get that aggressive, like, you know, that kiss in that, like, you know, and don't fucking look at me. Don't judge me, motherfuckers. Don't judge me. But, uh, 
But, you know, like, you know, like some women like that shit. Some, some women, women like to be roughed up a little bit like that. They, you know, some women are into that shit. This one's, you know, she's more like a delicate little flower. Like, you know, there's some situations, yeah, she likes to be roughed about, but there's other situations. She don't like that outside of basically the bedroom. Like, you know, no, she, because it, it just like with what happened this morning. I have to learn that. And I, like I said earlier, I, and I told her, I have to be the one to prove to you that I'm not like that. That yes, because I do have some similarities and there are some things about me that, you know, I know I need to work on like that, you know, that little bit of aggressive tendency. I have to prove to you that I'm not like that all the way. I'm not like what you're used to. Like, so that's for me to prove. Uh, um, go ahead. Um, if I could interject quick. Okay. So the whole uh, apologizing for something and not actually changing your ways. Um, I actually did an example with the kids a couple years back because they were, they were constantly doing something. They would apologize for it. And then they would go ahead and they would do it again. I'm like, y'all, you're not understanding when you apologize for something, that means you're not going to do it again. And here you are doing it again. Let me, I think at the time I took a, um, a plastic cup or a water bottle or something. But if, if I take this, this, this container, this water bottle, or well, you know, just for, just for great, a glass plate, I'm gonna take this glass plate. I'm going to drop it and it's going to break. And I'm going to say, I'm sorry. That's not going to fucking fix the problem. That's not going to fix what I just did. Can I pick the pieces up and put them back together? Yes, but it's not the fucking same. Mm -hmm. I have broke this. I am sorry is not going to fucking fix it. Right. So you need to be conscious of what you were doing before, what you're going to do before you do it. So you're not going to have to apologize when it's not going to mean anything. Don't, don't do that. You know what I mean? So that's all. That's just a little tidbit I've got. Like, the impact of what you, yeah, okay. <laughs> you, the impact of what you can do, it has a much greater effect on somebody than what you think. Mm -hmm. So you have to be aware of what you're going to actually do. One of my favorite lines is actions speak louder than words. They really do, especially in a relationship. You know, um, there's also the whole thing, like if somebody calls you out on something and says you, you did this and you say, I'm sorry, I will try to be better or I will do better or so on and so forth, whatever. You have to be open to receiving criticism back. Like Tiffin, you did this again. Shit. Okay. Thank you for pointing it out to me. I'm sorry. It's something I'm still working on. You know, a month could go by and I hadn't done it. And then like three, four days later, shit, I did it again. Tiffin, you just did this again. Shit. Okay. Well, I'm getting better, you know, and then it'll be two months or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I am open. Like if I say I'm going to like Tiffin, you need to change this. Okay. You're right. This is a problem. If you see me do that, call me out on my bullshit. Tell me I did it. Don't just sit there and just sweep it under the rug. Tell me I did this. 
So this way I can change it. I can recognize it in the moment, not after the fact, but in the moment. So this way I can be like, oh, this is how I need to react differently, or this is what I need to do differently. Just, just an example, like you have to be willing to hear, like you fucked up again. And in a way to break that pattern. Absolutely. For me, that helps. For me, that helps. That doesn't help or that may not help everybody. That may not be how everybody is. But for me, like, call me out on it. Like, tell me you're doing this shit. I'll be receptive because I've already told you, I'm sorry, I'm trying to do better. Just out of curiosity, <clears throat> how much of your uh, notes that you were writing down have you gotten to, Chris? Oh, almost all of them. Like, I did that shit about in a half an hour. Like, I'm so fucking proud of myself. Okay, I just wasn't sure how far you've actually progressed through it. I'm like, man, I hope he's actually covered something and we haven't strayed and he hasn't really touched any of it. Because I'm like, man, okay, I'm glad I'm glad you got it. I'm glad, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, hit, I hit almost every damn thing. Like, I, it all flowed beautifully. Yeah, and you didn't squirrel. Yeah, everything tied in. Like, I'm, fuck yeah, like, ugh. <laughs> proud of myself uh one thing i just did write down i thought i had wrote down earlier was uh was what you allow in the beginning only gets worse with time um if you allow somebody to to if you're not holding them accountable for their actions like what we're talking about and you just let it keep going then there is there there have been a few relationships where i've been like this is how I've acted and how I've been since we've gotten together. Why is this a problem now? Why are you now just bringing this up? And they'll be like, oh, well, I've always had a problem. Why in the fuck didn't you ever say anything? Now it's fucking going to be hard as hell to correct this kind of behavior. Um, me, me and my girlfriend now, like, we have been communicating fucking nonstop. Like, this... This is a fucking relationship that I swear, like, I've not been in one before because we just don't stop talking to each other. And it's not just, you know, oh, you know, about life. It's, you know, like, well, you know, like the, the instances I just gave, you know, the stories I just gave and this morning and, you know, and other shit and and just all kinds of shit. It's just like, you know, we're talking about the hard subjects, too, to where she told me from the beginning She's more of a shower. She's not a vocal per type of person. You know, she don't like to talk about her feelings because that's just how, you know, even as a child, you know, all of that was, you know, taken out of her. And a month and a half later, like, she's astonished by how well now she is being so vocal about her feelings and telling me most of this shit and doing this. Now, there's been times that, I mean, like this morning, I had to pull that out of her. And I, I wouldn't stop. Like, no, we're going to talk about this. There's been times that she's had to do that. Because even like, even that New Year's thing, I even told myself, this is stupid. This is New Year's. Like, do not let this stupid little fucking incident, because she is obviously with you in this moment, why let this fucking ruin it? And I've had to do that quite a few times in my own head. Like, why are you acting like this? What the fuck's going on to myself? Because I'm like, She's fucking, she's living with you. She's with you at every moment. She's talking to you all the fucking time. Like, when the hell does this woman actually have time to cheat or do anything fucking to step outside of this? Because if she can, then that, 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 that is a hell of an oppressive fucking ass, you know, 
time management because it's it's always like you know and she's one of those ones too that like you know if i'm about to go somewhere go to the store and like she's you know and i'm like yeah hey you know do you want to go she's like yeah let's go yeah like she loves going and doing stupid little shit like she don't care like so it, it's 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 different but it's it's what you what the, the bricks i heard this somewhere so it's not just me but the bricks that you build your relationship with is the foundation that how that relationship's going to be in the future. So if you start out bad or if you start out sliding shit or letting shit slide and you start out in certain areas that you're just like, oh, okay, you know, that's no big deal, you know, right now, like, yeah, that, that's a red flag or whatever, this and that. And as time grows, that shit only gets worse because you allow that behavior to, you know, to, to grow. Go ahead, Becky. Can I make a comment? Um, the red flags that you allow in the beginning will be what breaks you up. And the red yeah. flags you build your foundation with will be what breaks the whole castle down in the end. Right. So and then, like, you know, saying that, like, you know, the bricks that you build this, it, 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 the bricks you build this with, and it's a foundation, you don't want crumbling bricks you don't want you know crack bricks you don't want half bricks you know you want a good solid foundation and i truly believe that in this relationship we are doing that from the straight beginning we we talk constantly and you know feelings you know past relationships learning what not to do learning what to do learning you know all this different shit and it's doing nothing but making us stronger as a team and, you know, um, I seen it earlier and I don't remember how, it, you know, uh, it really goes, but it's like in the meme, it was like my grandma once basically said that, you know, uh, in a relationship, you got to remember that it's, um, it's not you versus him. It's you two versus the problem. And a lot of people don't understand that. You know, it's not it's not me versus you know the other person. It's not who who the fuck cares that you won the argument. It's how did you fix this problem that arose and what the fuck happened? What's the end result? And there was there was one more and it slipped my mind. But other than that, other than the five languages, that was it. Boom. Fucking Yeah. No, I have to agree with a lot of what you said. Like like Becky said, you know, the red flags at the beginning is going to be what breaks you up at the end. You know, that person should be supportive of you. That person should be supportive of your friendships. Your friendships should be supportive of your relationships. If there's not a support there, then they don't care about you, period. I mean, I had a really good support system for Ed and I when him and I started dating. There were people that were negative Nancy's and everything else. And it kind of pissed me off because they didn't understand the relationship that Ed and I have. And I'll tell you what, going from a really bad relationship, an unhealthy, toxic relationship to a really healthy one, it, it, it is culture shock. It is mind-blowing like how the fuck can you sit there and have this type of fucking relationship like how is this possible everything before that 
had proven to you that it's not possible. And then this one person comes along and they're like everything and more than what you could ever think of or dream of. And you're like, how the fuck is this shit possible? I don't well, fucking understand it. Can I ask a question? I've never had that. Never in my life. All I've had is bad relationships or ones that just end. So is that like a night and day difference? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Complete night and day difference. Like, it is... Just to give a, a, a quick tidbit, I, I, too, went from a uh, bad relationship. You're yourself. Oh, sorry. Thank you. I went from a bad relationship to a to this relationship, completely very healthy. And one of the very first times that we went out... <clears throat> She had paid for everything. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, this is this is how things work. I'm like, what do you mean? She this this is how things work. And I'm like, are you kidding? This is how it's supposed to be? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I've been missing out so bad. Like, this is stupid. Like, holy fucking shit. This is how it's supposed to be. I, I'm like, I I I almost don't believe it. This is too good to be true. She's like, no, this is how it's supposed to be. I'm like, what the fuck have I been missing out on? So, makes you want to go fucking it. smack some fucking. Yeah. Makes you want to go smack some fucking exes, don't you? Because it's like that. That th this is how the hell it was supposed to go. Where the fuck did you grow up from? It's that feeling, that old Nickelback song, feeling way too damn good. Something because something's got to go wrong because I'm feeling way too damn good. Like, yes, that. It is a night and day, Becky. It to I know we don't want to be on here a whole lot longer, but it's so. Do you mind if I do the five love languages? Because this this will tie into that. Do you, no, go ahead. Like that. Ed? This this kind of uh, blew my mine and Ed's um, minds in a sense because we have a very good, healthy relationship, okay? Like, I want you all to understand this. Like, <laughs> we have a very good relationship. And honestly, if it wasn't for Chris, I would have no clue what his love language is. Not Chris's, Ed's, okay? <laughs> Let me make that clear. <laughs> like, I don't give two shits about Chris's fucking love, love language. <laughs> I don't care. But I would have no clue about Ed's, none. I mean, you know a little bit, but I guess, in a sense, Ed and I got comfortable, and so it's the little things that we forgot, and it's stuff that we knew. But when you break it down into the into the love languages, it's like holy fucking shit! Like I knew this, but I didn't know this. So in the end, yeah, it's the little things that matter. It is. It is the little things that matter. And you just got to find what that person's little things are, though. All right, I'm going on mute. Me too. So uh, this was, what, a couple months ago? Was this a couple months ago this happened with you and Ed? <coughs> just last month, actually, right before Christmas. Was it? Okay. So, you know, they, were, they weren't having, like, serious was... problems. <clears throat> Good. Good. Yeah, because he, he was astonished by, because his, his one is uh, receiving gifts, or what is, what is that one? Is it receiving gifts? 
Which I kind of knew. Which we kind of knew, okay? Throw that out there. But he was completely dumbfounded that I got him more Christmas presents than what he got me. And I'm like, I don't care about presents. I don't care about gifts. That 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 is not me. Like, I have my reasons for it. But he was like, you got me, like, this many things? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, when did you do that? Don't worry, I had help. <laughs> That's why you made that comment to me. Ed's going to be so surprised at Christmas this year. Now I remember one of our conversations. And I do remember, and I will admit it, I messaged Ed. I'm like, hey, you need to get her a new pair of slippers for Christmas. <laughs> because the dog got a hold of that one. He can't. I am so picky about my slippers. This is why I hate receiving gifts. Like, let me get my own shit. <laughs> That's what Ed said. This right there proves you guys have a really good, healthy relationship. Just these little things. I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, so I, about a month ago, you know, uh, Ed, Ed kind of came to me. Now, it, this is funny because Tiffin knew about these because she's. I've actually done a live and I've talked about the love languages before, but. Being like most people in this group, you know, Tiffin was like, oh, you know, that don't really apply to me. I'm good. You know, I, I know better. And I'm, I'm just fabulous. And, and I, I don't need stupid Chris's fucking help because he's just, just a jackass. And I'll listen to him because he's funny. I don't know what the fuck was running through her head. That but... is not what the fuck I said. Don't <laughs> even be that fucking dramatic, Chris. Word I've never for said word. any of that. <laughs> You're fucking dramatic as shit. Shut up. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, so, like, Ed was excusable because, you know, he's only, you know, I don't think he was around when I was, uh, when I did those lives and I was talking about it so much back then. Because um, it was a good couple of years that I think I'd done them. Um, I've talked about them, you know, afterwards. But, you know, Ed, I, you know, Ed and Tiffin weren't having like, you know, problem problems. But, you know, after me and Ed sat down talking, I'm like, hey, like, look, like, you know, have you ever heard about the five love languages? And he's like, no, what's that? And, you know, so I go to start explaining it to him. Like, okay, so the five love languages by Gary Chapman. You can go and buy an audio book, uh, a paperback book. Like, um, you can take a quiz online for free. Uh, and it has, you know, has an app for iPhone and um, the, the app for Android, and I, I don't know about iPhone, but it should be, is called Love Nudge. But the five love languages by Gary Chapman is, so at basically everybody lo everybody's love falls into these categories of love languages. And how you love, this is where some people get things fucked up that I've understood and I understood from this book, is that you actually love somebody how you want to be loved. Not how they want to be loved. You love them how you want to be loved. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, and re receiving gifts. So say, for example, if, you're, if your love language is on, a, on the high scale is receiving gifts, and that's how you feel like you're being loved. And it's not about being materialistic. It's not about, you know, fucking having to have shiny, fancy fucking things. 
you know, the smallest things, you know, buying a fucking Gatorade, a fucking uh, uh, Slim Jim, you know, shit, you know, stupid shit like that, you know, just fucking, you know, you doing that for somebody can literally make somebody's day and make them feel a hell of loved, whatever, whatever fucking Ed's holding up there. It looks like a big ass lamp. I don't know what that is. Is that a flashlight or is that a, that a lamp? What, what's going on here? No. Okay. This, this, <laughs> this is just a stupid little, it's a little light. Okay. A little paper light. Okay. Little freaking two, three dollar light, dude. I fucking love this damn thing. Why? Because it was fucking given to us. Like, it's it's nothing major, but it's like it's like I said, it's part of my fucking love language. I I saw this. You didn't I, get it. That one did. I saw oh. this when we got this. Thing, oh, okay, my bad. And I'm like, this thing is freaking awesome. Like, it's nothing major, but it's freaking awesome. I love it. But you know, that's just that's. The major portion of my love language is the, the g receiving gifts, and it doesn't receiving have to gifts. be something massive. Like, right? It, it could it could literally be going to the freaking dollar store and picking up some dollar thing that looks neat. I'm like, oh, cool! This is freaking awesome. I love it. Like, it's not it it it's silly little shit, but it, that silly little shit adds up to something a lot. It really does. No, it it really does, and that's like so. If Ed's is receiving gifts. Nine times out of ten, how he would love Ed, or Tiffin would be he would go and buy her a gift because that's what how he feels loved. So he thinks that's how Tiffin should feel loved. It's actually not. Everybody kind of does, you know, a, a, a speaks a different love language. Like mine, for instance, my biggest one is words of affirmation. I, even though, you know, fucking... <laughs> Even though it embarrasses me and I don't believe fucking women and this and that, you know, being told that I'm doing something good or that like I've done something good or, you know, that I'm handsome or intelligent, fucking what funny, you know, all that. Like I even love like I, I, I can't remember who I was explaining this, if this was my girlfriend or somebody else. Like to me, when a woman fucking sits there and says, you know, you're stupid, not in a negative way. But, like, you know, when a woman gets that little laugh, like, when a guy does fucking something, you know, dumb or says something dumb, and they're like, you're fucking stupid. Like, to me, that makes my heart swell like the Grinch. Like, I love it. Like, like I know I just got this bitch that, that she just, she just fucking, you know, she's laughing. She's having a good time. She just called me stupid. Like, or, you know, in a, in a playful way, when a woman says, you know, I hate you. Like, you know, when you do something, like, I, I hate your ass. Like, I can't stand you right now. I'm like, yes. Like, I love that shit. Like, tell me. Like, but I, my, my biggest one is words of affirmation. Then my next one is quality time. Uh, I, I love spending time with somebody. I love, you know, doing little things, whether, you know, whatever it is, you know, me and my girlfriend will wake up in the mornings and we'll have that first cup of coffee together. We sit down, we talk, you know, this and that. Like, I love that little quality time, taking car rides with her, you know. You know, that was basically all, all of our dates, you know, in the beginnings. We just rode around and fucking talked. Like, I loved that. My next one is physical touch. Like, I love to be touched. And it's not, not you know, it's not just sex. It's not, you know, it's not, you know... Basically, it's not even a lot about sex. It's it's the touch. It's the holding hands. It's the, you know, walking by each other. You know, physical touch means a lot, you know, to then you then you have um, acts of service, which mine like I don't I don't like people to do shit for me. Like I, I don't even think that's on my radar like it. And yeah, it's not. 
Because the love nudge thing, once you take this test and it has you just pick different answers, it's not hard. You know, it just you just say what you want out of, you know, this. And you can't sit down and take it as, oh, what would that person want? You have to say what you want because you and your partner can connect in this and then it tells you both your love languages and where you match or, you know, or what, you know, the other person does. Um, acts of service is definitely not one. I can't stand when somebody else tries to do something for me. Like, I hate that. Um, receiving gifts is like 10% of my love language. Like, it's very, very small. Like, I, I don't like receiving gifts, but what I do associate receiving gifts is, is quality time. You took the time out of your day to buy something small or something for me, and, and you thought about me, that's more or less quality time. I'm going to kind of tell this story to, and, 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 in the hopes that, you know, like somebody that my girlfriend don't get mad at me, um, for this, I'm, I'm pretty sure she won't, she's not like this, but one of the things that the famous ex that I always talk about did was, um, she had gotten me this ring. This ring was stupid, was dumb, was like freaking, it was like this spoon ring thing. The ring itself meant nothing to me, but how she did it, you know, that was the gift of how she did it. She sent me on a scavenger hunt. She sent me, you know, I had to go and find these things and on each card that she left, you know, and this was like all around freaking uh, this town. And, and then at the end was this ring. And then with the ring, it was a really sweet card. It, you know, it had some fucking, you know, shit in it that she said to me, the ring didn't mean a fucking thing. Like the gift itself did not mean a fucking thing, but it was the time that she took to set this up, the words that she said, that the meaning behind this ring, that it meant the fucking world to me. Like you wouldn't have caught me dead back then without this fucking ring. Now come to find out, you know, it didn't mean shit, but you know, that was, you know, yeah, receiving a gift, but it was the quality time through it all and the words of affirmation that it actually meant something. So you can take one of the other love languages and decipher it into how you want. Like I said, receiving gifts doesn't mean a damn thing to me. But if my girlfriend was just to stop and buy me a Gatorade and a fucking Slim Jim, well, you took your time out of your day to stop and think about me just to buy me these two little things that you know that I like, and that's it. Like, So those, those do really help. And you need to really sit down and understand these and go through them and take this test because some relationships, I'm not saying all, this isn't for like the bad relationships, but like the person was kind of asking earlier, what are you missing out of this relationship? Is it, you know, are you, are you words of affirmation? So is it when you're talking and you're feeling nervous and you can't sit down and talk? Is that because because maybe the spouse freaking, you know, bashes you or calls you names or you all the time are arguing or whatever. And those words of affirmation just isn't there. So that's why you're nervous to sit down and talk with somebody or, you know, sit down and talk with yourself. You could also use the five love languages for yourself. It doesn't have to be for a partner. You can do, you can use the five love languages to start loving yourself, going and buying yourself little gifts, spending quality time with yourself of doing, going and doing things that you like to do. 
Um, like I'd like to go hiking. There's some days I'll just take off and go hiking by myself. Fuck the kids. Fuck everybody else. I'm, this is for me, you know, words of affirmation. That's fucking on my, uh, uh, that mirror that I fucking do. You know, I have all those fucking words reminding me of all the things that I am. I'm a good father, you know, fucking, I'm a good, uh, spouse. I'm a good friend, you know, blah, 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 all this different shit. Those are my love languages and I use them for myself too. So that can really save a relationship because if you have somebody, you know, sitting there saying like, well, I just, you, you just don't love me. Like you, you just don't, you know, you don't love me and they're bitching about this. And they're, if you actually pay attention to what the fuck they're bitching about, they're telling you how to fuck to love them. But if you're not understanding and you just sit down and both take this test and understand each other, then like, oh, okay. Well, when she's bitching about me not fucking taking out the trash, that's because she's loved to not, you know, one, the trash needs to be taken out, but she don't want to fucking do it herself because it's an act of service. She don't like taking out the trash. She wants you to be a man and take out the trash. Or if she wants you help, you know, doing the dishes or vacuuming or cleaning or whatever, you can just do that and turn around and just probably fucking get the best adult time of your life. Why are we being PG on here? Fuck that. You get the best fucking sex of your damn life friggin' just because you vacuumed the floor or fucking did some dishes or took the damn trash out and you took that time out that she didn't have to do that shit. And she's damn near jumping your bones for it. Like, or, you know, the quality time. Sitting down watching a stupid-ass fucking drama-filled fucking crying movie that you don't give up and not touching your phone. Not not doing something else, paying real attention and giving her time. It's an hour and a half. Most of you motherfuckers will sit there and waste that watching stupid ass TikTok videos and scrolling around on fucking Facebook and, and doing God knows what else, but you won't sit down and give that person your fucking time. Or words of affirmation is so fucking simple. Like, I tell my girlfriend every fucking day how pretty I think she is, how good of a woman she is, how good of a mother I think she is. How, you know, all these different things, like, I fucking have a list. Like, you will know that at the fucking end of the day, like, female, I love the shit out your ass, and, and this is how I feel about you. Like, I give, make sure. Like, I've said this a few times. If, if, if somebody wants to crawl in her Xbox or Xbox, somebody wants to crawl into her inbox and fucking like try to steal her from me, bro, you got some work to put in. Like you got some motherfucking work to put in because every morning I go make her a cup of coffee. Every morning I go out there and start her car. Every morning I walk her out to her car and open her car door when she goes into fucking work. Uh, most mornings, you know, we haven't been doing that because the holidays and a lot lately, but most mornings, you know, I make her breakfast, you know, fucking, I, you know, do, I've learned, like, she don't like coming home to a sink full of fucking dishes or really a dirty house, like, I make sure the fucking dishes are fucking done, like, bro, you're gonna have to come with your motherfucking top A game to steal this woman from me because of all these little things that I fucking do for her to where, like, you ain't got shit. Like, you better come with a lot and great dick. I will say that. Like, you better come with some fucking top-notch Gordon Ramsay chef fucking dick. Like, all right? Because I'd be rattling those doors. 
You, we were live the other day, whether we were in the group or we were having one of our admin meetings, and you made a comment about, I mean, you, I know you fell asleep and you weren't trying to, you weren't feeling the hottest, but uh, she came in and started some laundry. He said, no, 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 I don't want you doing that. I was supposed to fucking do that. So, yes, that really backs up what you're saying, you know, and that's the way yeah. that you're showing love. Yeah. I felt like complete shit because I fell asleep for a couple hours that I don't know how the fuck that even happened, but I fell asleep and I was supposed to catch up on the fucking laundry, which she didn't tell me like I had to do laundry. It just needed to be done. Well, she walks right through the fucking door, literally grabs the basket and comes through the fucking door, grabs the basket and starts. And I'm like, nothing. what the fuck are you doing? No, like I was offended. Like, no, that was my, I was supposed to do that. I felt like I failed. Because she was coming home to have to fucking do something like that. Like, no. Like, that's not how the fuck it works. Like, no. So I just gave I just gave anybody that wants to jump in her inbox, like, fucking, yeah, you, you might want to catch up on the laundry to fucking get her attention. Like, maybe, maybe that'll work. I don't know. <laughs> so, so Chris, as, you, have you, as you've been, you know, rambling this shit on, I've noticed. I, uh, I've, been, I've been eyeballing Ed, like... You and you know what he said? Shut up and quit listening to Chris. I did not. Or something along those lines. Like, not exactly, but basically it's, don't compare me to Chris. I ain't making your fucking coffee. I don't know how you like the creamer. Well, basically, he said, mind your business. Chris is naming off this huge list of things was, that for that girl list, right? And, and I noticed tippets sitting there staring at Ed, and Ed is not, he's not paying attention. And then finally he sees her, and then you give him this look like, well, damn it. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Where's my coffee in the morning? <laughs> what are you Actually, <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't give two shits about the coffee. Have the coffee maker ready. Like, have it, have it brewed by the time I come walking out. That's, and I used to tell my kids to do it before they, they uh, come in and wake me up. But first thing in the morning, you do not talk to me. Okay, you have to call. Like, like, you do not talk to me. The first 15, 20 minutes, he has learned to not talk to me in the mornings because it, it could fuck up your day. The so, truth. The <laughs> truth. so he, he waits until I talk to him. Because if I talk to him, it'll go fine. He talks to me, forget it. It's it's done. It's it's over with. But but no, like seriously, Chris, like you are doing awesome, and I I, I really love what you are doing in this relationship. All right, and 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 really, like I, there there I don't there ain't a bitch out there that could probably fucking say I've done fucking half of what the fuck I've done for this one. So like that, that should really, that should really tell people shit. Like there's females out there that would be fucking livid to find out I'm doing half this shit. Like, but, but I also want to say like, it's not, she's not, you know, she's not asked me to do none of this. Like I've learned this shit more or less because when we started this relationship, I listened to how the other guys were and how much stress they put on her. 
I made a de conscious decision in the very beginning. I don't want to put no more stress on her. I don't want to become stressed. I want to take as much stress as I can. So for, I, I can't fucking give her the world. I can't fucking afford to, you know, give her big fucking nice shiny fucking things like that. But what the fuck I can do is simple little shit as making your coffee, going to start in your car, doing, you know, doing the fucking laundry, doing little shit like that to where she's not got to stress like that. Because I noticed when we first started, you know, dating and talking, like when she was coming home, when I'd meet her, when she'd get right off of work, it, you know, she was bitching to the kids about this and, you know, stressing about that and clean house. And so it was like little things like that. I learned, I paid the fuck attention and it was like, okay, like I, I want to make sure I'm, I'm taking stress off of you and I'm not just being another one of those men that just do nothing but give you stress. But in 20 years time, is it going to matter whether she had a big fancy shiny diamond ring at the time, but it's now dull? Is it going to matter that she had a Mercedes that is now probably, you know, crashed? Just saying, you know, vehicles break. Or is it going to matter that you did this? Is it going to matter that you made her breakfast in bed? Are these things going to be the things that actually matter? Not the material things that you could or couldn't give. We've you talked know. about... Exactly. And we... I'm sorry, Becky. I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. It's delaying no, on my end. I kind of interrupted you, so it's fair. No, you're good. It's, it's delaying on my end, so I thought you were done. But I made an I I I, I made an almost uh, it was a, a conscious decision like when this would be different, and then and, and I'm not saying like you know like we're not you know freaking you know different, but just because you know we're different. But you know like I decided in the very beginning I'm not going to let this be like what the fuck my past relationships were, like you know. Yes, it has a lot to do with her and how I feel about her and, you know, how, how good of a woman she is and everything. But it was, all, you know, going back to, like, what the fuck I said um, before of not letting, you know, fucking toxic behavior from the past and, and the exes, you know, control what the fuck's going on with my next. But I made, an all, you know, another conscious decision as, like, you know, with me and her and me and hers talked about it, like, we want to be that power couple. Like, we want to be... It might not sound right, but like, you know, I want other people to look at us and be like, I want that. Because I've had that with other couples like Ed and Tiffin. Like, I've looked at them like, fuck, I wish I had their relationship. I've wanted, you know, the, the bond and the shit that they fucking have. Now, I couldn't deal with Tiffin's mouth over here and her not learning to raise her hand, you know, to speak. But, you know, I almost got I almost got my girlfriend, you know, almost, you know, trained like that. Fuck, make sure she, make sure she ain't throwing Shut something the fuck at me. Up, <laughs> no. Shut the fuck up. Nobody likes you. That's all everybody. That's See you guys. Right now. Bye but you know, I made that constant decision that like and 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 it's 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 also twofold because she has two sons, I have two sons, and she has a daughter. I've got three daughters. I I want them kids instead of looking back and seeing like oh well dad was like this and and mom was like this I want them to be like damn you know Chris did this for her she he was up every morning 
you know, fucking taking the kids to school so she didn't have to because she didn't have to get up that early. You know, she, he was up making her coffee. He was up doing this. He, they were slow dancing in the kitchen. Like, that reflects of back. I want my kids to look at that. That's how the fuck it's supposed to be. That's how the hell love's supposed to be and how it's supposed to, you know, act. Like, I want the love that my parents had us growing up and us fucking, you know, showing. Like, so it's also teaching them. And, you know, and opening, you know, now it's, you know, it, it, it's a little bit of a competition between me and her youngest son of who gets there to the car door first to, to open up, you know, uh, his mom's and my girlfriend, you know, car door. It's a competition between me and him. So, like, it's, it's, it's instilling shit into them. Go ahead. You having a seizure over there? So, yes. So, so what you're telling me is that men still open the door for their women where have you been? Yes, it's yeah. She's my dad, up until the day he died. My dad opened a car door for me and my mom. She is not allowed to touch a doorknob around me. That's 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 a big. She sneaks and does it sometimes. No, or uh, I, she's over there fucking looking at you, bro. Like I'm sorry, I'm getting added all kinds no. of trouble. <laughs> no, Chivalry is not no. Dead. She does this shit, okay? No, no, no. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a fucking shut this shit down. She does this shit. Why don't you fucking open the car door for me? Why don't you fucking sit there and wait for me? No, you're fucking out the door quicker than I am. You can't. I can't open the door for you if you're already out the damn car. Hell, at the rate you move, you can open the car door for me before I get unbuckled. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's cute because she'll she'll wait in the car and wait for me to get. There's been a couple times like, look, I'm too tired. You can get your you can get your car door tonight. Like, <laughs> I'm tired. All right. Like, <laughs> there was one time too, and she said I made her feel like an idiot <laughs> because we were with our mutual friend. We went out to dinner, and we were all walking out, and I I was paying attention to something else, and. She stopped like dead in front of me before we got to the door, waiting for me to get the door to the door open. And the words almost come out of my mouth. What the fuck are you doing? And then it dawned on me real quick before the words come out. Like, oh shit, I was supposed to get the door. And she said she caught it all. And she was like, I felt so dumb that fucking I just stopped in front of that doorstep, right? Right in front of our friend. And, and you didn't even get the damn door. Like, <laughs> like I was like, yeah, that was definitely my bad. Like, and there are sometimes, like, when okay. we go to get out the car, and I'm like, why the fuck are you just sitting in the car? Oh, oh, oh I'm supposed, supposed to get the door for you. <laughs> I thought about just okay, leaving it in so... the car one time and seeing how long she'll sit there before she actually gets out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You are horrible. You are fucking horrible. Like, oh, my God. Okay, so I'm going to be honest. I was quite literally just giving Ed shit for this, like, just so y'all know, I am very, I walk very fast. It takes a lot to have me walk slow. I, I struggle. I walk fast. I, I move quick. I, I have shorter legs than Ed and I walk faster than him. Okay. Like I could be halfway down the aisle and he's clear back at the beginning. I'm like, where the fuck did you go? Like, come on, little legs, let's move. Okay, so I move quick. He goes fucking slow. So nine times out of ten, I get to the door before him. So if we're walking into a restaurant, guess who's opening up the door? I am. And he grabs it from behind me like, go, go. <laughs> Just because I'm the one opening the door, he's not. 
but that's just how I am. Like, but I'll sit there and open the door for, you know, everybody like that. That's just how I am. Like, I don't expect a man to do something for me that I can do myself. I get where Chris is coming from. I respect that. That's, that's his thing. Like by all means, that's, that's great. I love it. I'm just not that way. Like there's no way that I could accept that. So I had to give Ed shit for it just because I give him so much shit for it now. Like I don't want it. So just so this is clear. Now, I vividly remember being six years old and seeing my mom stand there out in front of the car. She stood there and she said, here, you stand over here. I said, what? And we waited. His dad locked up the house because that's his manly duty, locked up the house. When he comes down, he opens up her car door. He helps her into the car. Then he opens up my car door and he helps me into the car. We get into the car. We go to the restaurant. We stand at the door. His dad's obviously locking up the car. We wait. And I said, Mom, why do we wait? She says, because your father is a real man. He likes to take care of his women or his ladies. And we stand and we wait for him to open the door. This is how love is. This is what this is the way your father shows love. My dad was not an outwardly affectionate man. So to do the little things like opening up the car doors, opening up the door to the restaurant, locking up the house, that's my dad's way of showing love. So I get it. I get it. And that's Chris's way of showing love, doing this, like getting her coffee and opening up her car door, taking her kids to school. That's his way of saying, hey, you know, babe, I love you. I got you. Right. Absolutely. Like I, I totally get that. I just move way faster than Ed, like way faster than what he does. Like I'm, I'm speedy Gonzalez. Like I'm one of those bitches that's running through the fucking store, like a chicken with her head fucking cut off because I know what the fuck I'm getting. And I want to get, get in and get the fucking get out. Like I'm done. Like get in, get your shit, get the fuck out. I'm done. Like I hate being in the store. I hate it. Get me in, get me out and I'm good. So I walk extraordinarily fast <laughs> everywhere. Nothing wrong with that. And, and and that is that is that is how you know I show my love. Like you know, like she she Becky hit it in that you know nail on the head. That it was like it's it's I I do I do feel good you know taking care of her. Like there's you know not a lot that I can. Some of those are my insecurities. Not a lot that I feel like I can offer. But those little things, yeah. I, I can do that. I can offer it. You know, it doesn't, doesn't inconvenience me or anything like that. Like I, I like showing those little things, but like, you know, um, so, you know, a lot of men that, 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 that they can't, you know, talk about love or, you know, or they won't, it's not that they can't, but they've just never been taught or shown, you know, they do do those little things. And it is, it, it, it is, it is a, a proof of them showing that they do actually care. You uh, y'all are looking tired. Are you little, are y'all ready to get off here, or? I I think I think we're pretty much wrapped up here and good. So, but uh, I I did want to kind of point out here. I was kind of wondering how long it would take you to say to to say fuck. Why are we being being PG? <laughs> I, I don't know how you got me with that earlier. That was like, oh, okay. Well, we're being PG. Man, it, it took me a long time. Why the fuck are we being PG here? This is my group. Like, you fucking, you just alphaed me and I didn't even realize it. Like, good job. I, I give you that. Fucking good job, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit. Love you, bro. Well, I don't really know, but do you guys have the kids hanging around or what? 
Do what? Did anybody, Say again, Becky. Did anybody, have, did anybody have the kids hanging around? Oh, no. I, mine weren't. Mine was up till nine and then went to bed, but, you know. So there's absolutely no reason we should have been PG. Yeah, he just said, well, yeah, keep it all PG, right. Chris. Uh, okay, all right, I'll keep it PG. I listen like a good little bitch, like, all right. All right, Daddy Ed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you would have questioned that. I like it when you call me Big Papa. That, you guys got that bromance going on. It's different. See, it's, it's different. It's all about love. <laughs> it's that thug in love. <laughs> I know, shut up, <laughs> nah, you're good, Becky. No one's telling you to shut up. <laughs> no, you're good, Becky. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm looking for the live over there in Facebook because I know we got two viewers, but I actually exited out of it just to see, to see if I was one of them or not. But now I can't. Um, there it's it is. probably there Ed it is. and I. Yeah. It's probably just Ed and I. Yeah. They... Um. No, it says we still have somebody watching. Yeah. Yes, I I just logged back on or I just finally found it and I didn't see uh or I it still says two, so it's not counting me. But all right guys, are you guys ready to close for the night? We we went fucking three hours. That that was good. It was good though. It was good. I wasn't expecting that. Me neither. It was it was a good one, guys. Really, really good one. Feels good to be back. Feels good to be back. Now, now we got a good go weekend where say, we can recharge and go ahead. I, I was going to say, for this being our first of the year, but this is a, our first official Friday night group meeting live. This went phenomenal. This was great. And we stayed on topic the entire night. I mean, we veered we a little bit here and there, but we pretty much, everything that we talked about related to stayed on topic. Yeah, yeah, that's actually, that's crazy. Yeah, and I stayed on topic a lot. Like, I'm pretty proud of my fucking self. You change, rarely, change. Well, you rarely squirrel. You rarely squirrel, so that's different. Fucking change is coming. Well, how, how y'all want to do the, yes, be the change, become the change. Let it, let it overtake you. So, You're one with the change. Right. I think before we go ahead and do our final closing, I want to plug our topic for next week and let people know what is coming. I know you did a post earlier today, but I just want to just verbally plug it out there, let everyone know that next week, starting on the 17th, Monday, our topic of the week, our main topic of the week is going to be win, win or lose at least you're doing something. So please join us next week. Listen to everything that we've got going on. It is going to be, it's going to be awesome. It ain't every single bit of what we do from here on out is going to be all tied back to the previous or the upcoming topic. Like it, it's going to be a series more or less. Everything's going to be tied together and it's, it's it's a change. It's a great change that we're working forward right now. So I'm I'm excited. I uh, can't wait to see how everything turns out. I know it's going to be awesome. So what's that? But um, I also do want to end by saying, you know, if anybody needs to talk more about this conversation or this topic, or you just need a personal meeting in general, uh, get a hold of any one of us, and we will be 
more than happy to help you. Um, if it's not something that we personally can take care of, it may be a combination of uh, a couple of us, all of us, whatever, whatever it takes, we will help you out to the best of our ability. Okay. That's a little disclosure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Chris, do you want to leave? Just us? a reminder. Uh, yeah, just a reminder. We will not be doing Sunday's group meeting. No more. This, this is, this is it. This was Fridays. We're going to, we're going to keep posting and kind of reminding everybody of the schedule. Um, we're kind of, you know, I, we said before, like, if you want to get in on this live, you can, you know, this is just like the group meetings. We're just doing it live. That way we can actually record and get some good shit, you know, freaking snippets and fucking shit for the podcast and everything. So we will not be doing one on Sundays. We are, we are officially taking weekends off for now on unless, unless we decide to do it, but I, I don't know if we will. You know, unless we change it, there might be some some prizes. We don't fucking know. But we're we'll still be here on the weekends for people that need help. We're just not doing lives on the weekend. I just want to make sure people understand yeah. that. Yeah, and that's that's to give us a break, give us a you know work week basically, like y'all get like you know us to recharge, enjoy family, go do our own shit. Uh, anybody want to close? Anybody want to do the close saying? Oh, Becky, right, well, wake up, Becky. You're over there falling asleep. <laughs> I, I got go Becky ahead, go ahead. Your head, no. I got Becky just being there. I'm just watching everybody else. Okay. Fine then, Ed. Well, you want to do Chris? the closing like we usually do? Absolutely. Yes, I fucking love that word. <laughs> uh, always remember two things, guys. You're stronger than what you think. Gotta fuck it up. And you're not alone. Peace. You're not alone. <laughs> Peace. When I was just a young buck, mama always told me, son, keep your head up. I started hustling in the street cause I was fed up. At the age of 13, just trying to get my bread up. Didn't know my father, he was murdered in cold blood. That's why I have no remorse and never show no love. Hoping I piss you off, I really give two fucks. Burning my old bridges, trying to find me a new plug. And knowing that I needed to change, always taking from people who probably needed the same. But I was deep in the game and running deep with my gang. And if my pockets was low, then we was peeping your chain. Boy, gotta come up somehow. Instead of running these streets from sun up to sun down, I gotta change my mindset. It ain't no wondering why now that it wasn't my time yet. And why we gotta learn the hard way? Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. And I'ma do whatever it takes to keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to. I can never get enough. comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'ma get back up, never get enough of that tough love. When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'ma get back up. Ha. What did you do? What did you do? This is what I did. This is what I did. Yeah, I followed through with the plans. Washing my hands, I'm through with chasing these bands. Found hope, put down dope, becoming a man. Picking up the number two and letting go of the grams. I, I 
I never thought that I could make it this far to eating caviar from stealing stereos from your car. You be a fool not to change and try and better yourself. Better quit while you ahead, don't get ahead of yourself. And then truth, you'll find peace and find me. Blowing on pine trees, trying to fill up a dime piece. No more popping my nine piece or stopping the grind streets. Don't take life for granted, cause boy, you know your time's least. And life is what you make it. Better take the music that you dance to and face it. So next time a hater says you can't make it, let that be your motivation to show them that you was destined for greatness. And why we gotta learn the hard way? Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. And I'ma do whatever it takes to keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to. I can never get enough of that tough love. When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'ma get back up, never get enough. Push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'm gonna get back up. <laughs> you see, change is inevitable. So it's never too late to make a difference as an individual. Because we gotta do that to become better as a whole. All for one, and one for all. And why we gotta learn the hard way? Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. To keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to I can never get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down But I'm gonna get back up, never get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down